know I need to size up with you. And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, hey, do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing it with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin. And we are about to break down a whole lot of wrestling here. Um, yeah. Man, we got, I mean, basically the way, let me just give it to, to you guys lots. how we're going to do this. So War Games, War Games, War Games. is going to be the core of this episode. Yes. But we're definitely going to talk about a little bit of AEW, a little to. bit of Raw and SmackDown, just give you a little bit of uh, dabbles of those. But the core of it will be, yeah, we're going <laughs> to, Tribal Chief, we're, just, we're definitely going to talk about the Tribal Chief. We're going to talk about a little bit about Big E. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about, let's see, well, I wrote down also Sasha Banks because I want to talk about that, that main event that they had on SmackDown. Um, you know, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns and how this storyline's going on. And also Keith Lee. We got a little note on Keith Lee here. Oh, yeah. We got to bring up. We're cooking up something so, nice, man. We got a, little, a lot of spices yeah. in the cabinet right now. Yeah. Look at this, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, let, let's, let's, I don't know, where, where would you, because there's so many things that we want to, that we could talk about here, I guess. What, what jumps out at you right away? Let's just get out we, the way. You know, let's just get out the way, sir, okay. for War okay. Games. Okay. Let's get out the way for this Pat Mac. No, I no no. We 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 got it. We can't start with war games. We're gonna hit these notes first, definitely, <laughs> and then we'll get into war games. I know. Hey, Pat McAfee. When we get to war games, that'll be the first oh, matchup we talk you about. See how I'm just it. ready to get, we'll get this over that with. <laughs> I'm like, you're trying to get to the, we get it out right off the bat. No, man. All right, let, let's let's talk about AEW. Let's let's go there. All let's right. just talk about Kenny Omega. Yeah. Let's get that one out the That's way. Cool. So. You know, everybody knows by now, Kenny Omega is the world champion, the AEW world champion. Um, and uh, he and Don Callis uh, ran off and went to to, to a limo, a, tr- a, a truck, a vehicle that was waiting for them. And they were saying, hey, you know, we're, you're going to find out on Tuesday. And so the shocker for everybody was Tuesday. Holy shit. They're going to impact, impact AEW. They're having this. This, uh, you know, battle of the brands, however you want to call it, like there's going to be this crossover. That's that's sick. So we're going to see the AEW champion on Tuesday. So I'm anticipating. I was mad at first. I was like, man, you know, these dudes are going to make me watch Impact. Oh, man. <laughs> so that was my first reaction, to be totally honest. Yeah. But then I'm like, OK, you know, this is actually pretty cool because I haven't seen Impact in a while. Right. And I'm curious to catch up and see what's going on. So I'm like, all right. And then I got mad all over again. I'm like, wait, Tuesday, that's a week away. Ah, oh, shit. Like, I was mad again. But, you know, waited it out. Then Tuesday hit. I was like, damn, it's Tuesday. Oh, I got to see this tonight. So I was real excited for it. How did you watch it? Tuned in. I watched it. Um, Gosh, it was on YouTube. Okay. It was on YouTube. Okay. So you, you caught the replay? Yeah, they actually had you, on YouTube. Did you, did you watch I caught it, it? I caught the replay. Caught yeah, the replay. so it was actually on Wednesday morning that I ended up seeing it. I yeah, not, not live on Tuesday. Okay. Was it Tuesday night? Now I remember. But anyway, I saw it on YouTube because they have the whole they had the whole thing yeah. on YouTube. I was like, damn, this is cool. 
So um saw it on YouTube and um <laughs> it's funny. Impact is a little bit different. It's a little bit different in terms of the energy level. There's no um there's no uh, artificial crowd. No. There's no, you <laughs> no know, developmental in the crowd. <laughs> there's no <laughs> there's no Thunderdome. No. It's totally different. No, so, you know, really they, bare bones. They're, they're doing <laughs> it's bare bones. It's bare bones. But after a while I got used to that. So I watched the whole thing. I saw the matches. Um uh, and actually, before we get to the Kenny Omega part, I'll just talk about Impact a little bit. You know, like I, I have an appreciation for for all the indie companies, you know, going out there and doing their thing. So it was fun, you know, seeing, you know, some of these faces, um, seeing Eric Young, you know, out there. You know, that was pretty cool. Just being like, oh, shoot. You know, and he had this mask on. And he came out there. And he's a he's a big deal out there. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, the Good Brothers weren't a part of this episode, so I was like, ah, you know, I wish I could have seen them. <laughs> um, so you know, that was that was that was unfortunate, but you, you know, think they about, I think next week. What did you think about the uh, women's division? Okay, so this is where I was going. Right. You, you 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 making me go straight to it. So you, if if memory serves me well, you said that the women's division on Impact is just as good as the women's division in NXT. I did say that it could give. You know I said it could give NXT, NXT division some competition. Okay, and I'm gonna say blasphemy, <laughs> blasphemy. Look, those women are they? They're talented. They're doing a great job. That's fine. But there's levels to this. There are levels to this. <laughs> oh. I, look, they they Whoa. they did their thing. They tried, but hey, shots fired. The NXT women's division. They crushed that division. They crushed oh, the, the really? Impact Women's Division. Hey, well, yes. Explain some explain the levels then. Explain the levels. Because clearly no, look, I'm not look, I'm not I mean, seeing okay. the, the, the levels. Not when okay, so I mean <laughs> we're not gonna get into war games right, you know, right. in detail right now, but you look at those teams in war games, who would you say is like the weakest member of you know either team? Like Okay, on on Shotzi's team, who would be the weakest member on Shotzi's team? Uh, sh- Ooh. Would it be Shotzi? Be Shotzi, yeah. <laughs> I, think be I mean, Shotzi. she's the only one that's never been right. champion, right? Be so it'd be Shotzi, Shotzi, right? Yeah. Okay, if Shotzi went to Impact right now, she's a star already. What's happening? She's a star. <laughs> she's a star. She's, she's a, a star. superstar. You made, you made your point. Done. You made your you know? point. You made yeah. your point. Deanna Perazzo, who's the champion. Yeah. She was on NXT. Yeah. She could barely get TV time. Sorry to say, hey, she was great on the in the in the uh, May Young Classic. Loved her in the May Young Classic. The submission skills, like it was great. She was great. She even was on like Raw or SmackDown for a little bit. It's not her fault that it didn't work out because we know how that shit goes yeah. when they go up to the main roster. They don't treat them right. So I'm not counting that. But on NXT, it was like she was she was truly developmental. It felt like on NXT. So and that's right now the queen of impact. And I'm telling you, Shotzi Blackheart goes over there right now. It's a wrap. They are riding her to the, to the moon, to the moon. They are taking her all the way. She's on everything. She's the main event every night. I'm telling see, you, she's taking over. See, I don't know if I want a cosign of that, sir. I don't know if I want a cosign because <laughs> you you haven't been watching. See, I got at least a good three to four weeks. Yeah, ahead. no, that's fair. That's so fair. you had that's like fair. a that's small fair. sample size, and you didn't really get to see a true representation of the of the Impact Women's Division. I guess you just saw it in the tag team setting, and that was it. 
So, and then you seen the ten, you see the yeah, the Impact Women Champion that loses. If you just take a random episode of NXT, like even this week, the main event this week on NXT, you know, you had Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon, just randomly. You could just say, "Hey, this week, what happened?" Hey, well, it was just I, I don't know, Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon in an amazing match. <laughs> like it's basically, gonna, it's like a five star matchup that just happened on a random Wednesday, like. I hear what you're saying, and, you know, I want to see more. It made me want to see more, you know, of of all of Impact, to be honest with you. And with the women there, I do feel like there is there is potential there. I feel like they're they're definitely better than the AEW women's division because so, they, they, I don't know, AEW, go ahead. So, so what do you think about, so maybe I was looking at, so yeah, yeah, I think that's what I was looking at from, from an Impact for impact, I was looking more of an in-ring ability, how I compare in-ring ability for the women's division uh, to yeah. the AEW's, you know, women's division. And and when I compare it to NXT, that's what I say. It will give NXT some competition because when you look at the tag team division, you know, put a character aside for, you know, for the, for the impact women's division, they put on a nice, they put on a nice, put on a nice show. It was a clinic. It was a clinic. Yeah, they do. Rosemary they do, was, was, but... was strong. Jordan Grace was clean. Rosemary's good. But that's but see, for me, Rosemary, I mean, a lot of that was, you know, for me, like character. Yeah, like yeah, her character, yeah, her presence. Yeah. She has a sick entrance. Love mm-hmm. that. Um, but like in ring that even that's tough because we talk about like Tony Storm, you know, and like Rhea Ripley. I I mean, come on, man. I just I can't. For me, I've been I'm so give it time. I'm such a give, fan give it time, of so. the NXT women's division. <laughs> I know it's you are. Up here. Like, I know. We've I've sit up here and said the NXT women's division is the best division in all of wrestling. Like, you know, WWE, like Raw SmackDown, you know, New Japan, like all like I feel like they crush everybody. So it's not just the shot at impact. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like this is these are the best it's, it's cream is cream. These of the are crop. the best of the best. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, I, man, but, you know, they did their thing. I just, when I was watching them, I was like, man, I'm getting on Devin for this one. Like, he went and compared them to the NXT man. women's division. This is the I one thing I'm going to get on, on there. I put my name on there. It's like, oh, I'm going to destroy him with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, sir? Oh, man. But I, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'll keep watching, give them time. Let's see what happens, you know. But, yeah, that, that NXT women's division is still, they're they on top, man. They're on top. And to me, there is, there, there is a gap. There's a gap there, but you know it's it's okay. I think okay. I think They're you made a thing. point. That, I got respect for him. I like what I saw. Yeah, I think you made a point that I didn't see clearly. You know, because like, like I said, I was just looking from an in ring ability, which is crazy. Usually, I look at yeah. from from a character standpoint, and you're more of the in ring ability. Yeah. And here you go, <laughs> the in ring. You're looking from a character standpoint, <laughs> and I'm on the opposite, looking from in ring ability. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how crazy that shit. But yeah, and for how you break it that way, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Because if if you was to take yeah. Shotzi out and plug her in the impact, she's a superstar already. Superstar. Yeah. Superstar. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, and it's no disrespect, you know, but like if you look at that team, you know, when you take Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley, you know, and Io Shirai, yeah. you know, it's just like uh, it's Shotzi. <laughs> and even with her, it's like to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and we're saying that's the weakest link. Then that's the weakest link. And she's a beast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, man. Just, yeah. 
So, but um, okay. So let's get to to the candy portion. So you know they're in the well. Actually, you 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 break this part down, man. Like, what what did you think of Kenny on on Impact? Oh, I loved it because he was trolling, and 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 I loved it because he he gave a promo, told us literally nothing, nothing about you know about what what is his plan. All he did say, I I love to, to collect things. I consider myself some sort of a collector. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? <laughs> and he told him how he Comic references, yeah, action yeah, comics number one. Comic references as, as what the AEW title and what the AAA title represents. I was like, oh, that was pretty nice. And autom- uh, automatically, I'm like, holy like shit, is this, is this his, like, his new persona? He want to be the, the collector. He want to go to different ver- various wrestling promotions and and take the title. He want to collect the title, like because you saw a little tease with on Impact when uh, what is it? Rich Swan. He was uh, looking to go, getting mm. ready to leave. Oh you know? my god! <laughs> so disrespectful. Oh, man. So disrespectful. Man, this is the Impact champion. Yeah, yeah. He's one. He wants no, to go over there. No. They're like, nah, I'm sorry, man. You ain't on the no. list. <laughs> he was like. What list? The like, champion is back champion. there. He's like, I was like, I am a champion. I, I'm the champion. <laughs> <laughs> I am the champion of this company. No, 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 no. You're not the champion. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Omega. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Kenny Omega's here. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And then Josh Matthews, uh, you know, comes out. He's like, yeah, Josh Matthews I'm, should be on the list. Yeah, you cool. You walk by. <laughs> Yeah, you could. You could yeah, get it, get it. yeah. Go man. ahead, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. But I, I, oh my yeah, god, yeah. I, I love everything about that promo on Impact. You know, them doing uh, uh yeah. switching the nameplate on the title as well, doing it for the first time. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And uh, Don Callis being Don Callis, he, he's usually yeah. <laughs> it's so hilarious because he's pretending like he wants to answer a question, and then he'll just, then he'll just like. He's like then he'll just come back and just not even answer the question that you that he that you answered him. So I believe that's just hilarious to me, man. And then, oh my God, cocky, low key, confident Kenny Omega. I am ready for him. I don't think we're getting the version, the cleaner. I don't think we're getting New Japan. I think we're getting a evolved version of of new japan kenny because this is something different and and i can't wait to see it man yeah i i I love that promo um you know just the like you said the cockiness the there was one time what what uh, josh matthews asked the question he asked the question about like did it was something kind of disrespectful to what, how Kenny had won the title or something? Oh. Like, did he feel like he had <laughs> like embarrassed or disgraced or something like that? Yeah. And Don Callis kind of cut him off, like, "What? Who do you think you are? What? What? Do wait, you, wait a second! What? Wait a second! What kind of question is? <laughs> I, I, vouch, I, I I said, hey, I put my name. It was kind of reminding me of what Paul Heyman with yeah. Kayla when Kayla was asking Roman Reigns, like, hey, like, you know, are you afraid of you know, this person? And they're like, what? What What did you just say? Like, and so I thought that was funny. Yeah. You know, just like the the interaction with Josh Matthews was cool. Um, I love when Don Callis was like, hey, do do the thing, do the thing, and he's like, "Oh, the thing! Oh, you want me to do the thing?" And he's like, Josh, do you know the thing? Do you know the thing? And then you know, of course, yeah. it's the good night and good 
bye and then the bang at the end and then they're like oh my god that was that was amazing that was amazing he's like yeah that felt good that felt good i was like oh man oh man that was cool man Uh, i love it then he shows up on aw and gives the exact same the exact same promo it was the exact same he knew what he was doing verbatim trolling people People getting upset on Twitter. You know, you just gave the exact. You're like, oh, I, I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it, man. Like word for word, yes. I was like, man, I'm the the the, the visible hand behind everything. I'm like, like, hold on, is that? I could replay yes. what he said on Impact, and that's exactly <laughs> what he's saying right now. <laughs> yeah, it was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Uh, Oh man, but you know it, it's so it was cool. It was cool. That was uh, they kept building up to that, you know, yeah. throughout Impact. They kept showing like, the bus in the background. Um, at AEW, he came in on a helicopter, so that was kind of the little bit of a difference there. Um, so yeah, man, it was it was cool. I I I don't know how this is gonna go for the rest of the year because apparently they had taped, you know, all of Impact for the rest of the year before this had happened. So I don't think we're gonna get much like say like in ring with other wrestlers they did some stuff like with tommy dreamer yeah. i think they probably retaped that stuff with tommy dreamer to say hey you know like i don't i've seen this before yeah, i don't yeah. i don't like this you know this usually doesn't work <laughs> you know yeah. and then with rich swan like you said that part was funny so <laughs> they can be creative with it and kind of throw that stuff in but overall it, it, i don't know hopefully they get him interacting with say rich swan to to address the disrespect of like Treating him like he's a second second class champion oh, essentially right now, yeah. even though he's the yeah. guy in that company. Yeah, so. that could be a good story to tell. Man. <laughs> but what do you think of, yeah. of the backstory of Kenny Omega telling like, no, this wasn't like two weeks in the making. This was like decades, twenty seven years in the making. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it, it's you know their heels. So them saying stuff like that, embellishing a little bit, yeah. you know, going through all that. I I kind of went with it and I was entertained by it overall. You know, I don't buy that. Oh, they've been, you know, doing this since then (laughs) or planning this since then. Um, But I do like when Don Callis mentioned like, hey, you know, this goes back to um, when when Kenny uh, faced Jericho, Mm. you know, like and he put the idea in Tony Khan's head. And it's almost like. He and Kenny burst AEW, so <laughs> you're welcome. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. Like, I like yeah, that because yeah. there's there's some truth to that. You know, mm-hmm. there's some facts to that to where they can say, you know, this is kind of us getting our, the receipt. Like, this is us getting paid back finally for everything we've done in, you know, in the background. And so, I don't know. I, I, I like that. I like them taking that going forward, like, you know, making, you know, Rubbing that in Tony Khan's face, rubbing that in the AEW universe's face that, hey, you know, you all are here. This is all here because of us. Like, we are the reasons. We created this. You should thank so, us. And, and you're welcome. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like what Jericho was saying. Like, I deserve, like, I'm still waiting for my thank yep. you. It's kind of like that. Um, so, yeah, man. It, it's, it's, I loved it. I, I love the, the whole, them as heels kind of like taking credit and, you know, talking about this plan, this long-term booking, you know, like, it's it's cool. I like it. You think they're coming up with some type of invasion angle because how what Tommy Dreamer was saying in that promo, what he was alluding to, like, I've seen this before because, you know, he's part of a the ECW invasion yeah. angle. So, you know, just right, a recall right. to that. 
<laughs> yeah. I I think um you know what? I'm not sure, man. Yeah. I'm not sure because like I said, for for the rest of the year, I don't think we'll see anything okay. you know, along those lines of like uh AEW versus uh Impact. Really, it just seems like everybody's against Kenny. You know, even on the AEW side, they don't they don't really appreciate what he did. Yeah. So there isn't much you know, animosity between the two brands, but maybe they'll start to build that little by little, start planting the seeds. Um, there was something about the Motor City Machine Guns and and uh, the Young Bucks and the history that they have and maybe rekindling that somehow. The Good Brothers, that would be amazing to see them, you know, going over to AEW and, you know, crossing paths with Kenny and, like, let's see well, how that they, goes. One like, half people. of them already did. It was a bit because, uh, well, a, not AEW, Impact had their like their pay-per-view or their network special, if you will, yeah, called Final Resolution. And there was a promo, a segment between Kenny Omega, Don Callis, and Carl, Carl Anderson. Ooh, yeah. okay. I didn't catch yeah, that. Oh, right, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I find it, I'll post it to our to our to uh, one of our social platforms so everybody can see. And then you two, I'll tag nice. you in it. Yeah. All right. So that's cool. So that's something to look, up, look out for. But um. Yeah, man. Overall, like, I think it's going to be interesting. It's it's great for wrestling. You know, there's a lot of great things happening in wrestling right now. That's just, uh, you know, making just uh, fans from a from a I guess to flip gears a little bit from a nostalgic standpoint. You know, like Sting. You know, coming back like that's been really cool. Yeah. Um, seeing a uh, invasion like or like two brands crossing over like that's cool. <laughs> just a lot of great things just going on in wrestling. Just making things yes, fun, man. Um. I mean, like, and and I brought up Sting, and I don't, you know, he wasn't on the list of, uh, you know, uh, of of things immediately we talked about. But man, we we can't skip um, just what happened this week uh, with Sting because mm. that was that was that was something, you know, that whole interaction <laughs> with Cody and Sting, Sting was was actually great, man. It he was, was great man. Sting. Started out with Tony Schiavone, you know, Tony Schiavone was about to leave. He's like, oh, <laughs> don't don't leave, man, like. Dude, I, I I missed you, man. Like I, I loved all the times that you would say it's Sting. Like one more time, can you, can you just do that for all of us here? And say it's Sting. And Tony Schiavone goes, "Okay, okay, it's Sting." <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah!" Like Sting's having fun, and I'm like, "Wow, oh, what?" Man. But you know what? It's so funny because in my mind, I, I've seen too many movies, man. Because there was for some reason in my brain, I was like. This is almost like in a movie when someone's getting ready to like assassinate or murder somebody <laughs> and they just like treat him real yeah. nice. He's like, Yeah, man, you're great. You're great, man. Come over yeah. here. You're a great guy. And then, you know, do that thing. And then they just take him out back and murder him. Like, I feel yeah. like, oh my God. What's and give him the, the they're giving the Joe Pe- Pesci routine, man. You know, I'm good fellas. <laughs> yeah, man, let's go get a bite to eat. Let's go right here. Yeah, get in the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Gunshot. laughs> Right. I was like, is he about right. to murder yeah, him, man. Don't do it, Sting. Don't do it. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So he, you know, he has that moment with Tony Schiavone. That's cool. And then Cody starts, you know, intervening. He's like, okay, yeah, it's great. It's great that you're back. Yeah. Like you can tell, like, no. Cody's not all that happy about what's going on right here. You know, you can say like, he sounds no, like annoyed. To- <laughs> he, he seemed a little bit annoyed. You know, I guess I should be thanking you for, you know, interjecting and coming down when you did. It's like, yeah, you probably should because you were getting your ass whooped. So, yeah, a thank you would be nice. But, you know, and then Sting looks at him. He's like, Cody, relax. 
I'm not here for you. Mm. <laughs> right there, I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not here for you. But, you know, there's something familiar about this. <laughs> something familiar here. And he starts looking up and yeah. he looks in the stands. And he's like, something familiar. And he points yeah. right in, in the way of Darby Allen. In the chair like this. I was, and then when he get pointed out, he's like this. Right. <laughs> he sat up. Yeah. He sat up. But he never said Darby's name, but he did point him out. And I was like, oh, that's good, Sting. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And he's like, yo, like, I, 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 I plan to be here for a long time. For a long time, but how I choose to play the game is my business, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, you know, like I like that. He's not gonna lay his his, right. his hand down, his cards He's out. He's a vet in this game, Cody. right? Right, right. Because Cody wants answers. Cody right. wants to know what. The, like, he's like, I've been waiting to be in the ring with you for a long EVP, time. Damn it! Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, but. Sting's not giving him what he wants, you know, but he's like, he brought him in tight. He gave him a hug, man. Hey, bring it in. Cody. That's a bring disrespectful hug, man. Right. Took like a little ass kid. Yeah. Like, Sing around, kid. Bring it in. Sing around. Uh, oh, man. Get the paint on the right. Yeah. Give him a nookie, right. basically. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, see around. Man, I thought hey, he, he wanted left. to give him a nookie, like, man. You almost had him in the he, he, he might as well have. That was so great, man. I'm like, wow, Sting. Because for me, you know, Sting, I've I've respected him. He's a he's a great performer, great competitor. I was never the biggest Sting fan, to be honest, though. So for me, it was like, okay, Sting's Sting's here, cool, all right. This right here, man, like I enjoyed it though. I enjoyed it. He it was entertaining. He was having fun. He was saying, "This is awesome!" <laughs> like he was doing something. I'm like, "Sting, wow, he's just super confident, he's just, man!" <laughs> and just, I think, I think too, just having yeah. a good time, literally just enjoying himself in the moment. You know, it's like sometimes wrestlers just break character. They're just kind of like, "All right, you know, like this is let this, loose this is bigger than, yeah. yeah, this is bigger than you know, uh, just going along with you know kayfabe or whatever." And he didn't break kayfabe and everything he was doing, but. It was still kind of like, you know, Sting is usually that stoic, like, quiet character. He has the bat, the the big trench coat, and he points his bat <laughs> at whoever is his target. And that's it. And he'll just disappear. Lights go out. Lights come back. He's gone. Like, that's typically Sting. This Sting was, like, almost a, a, a blend between that Sting and, and like, 80s Sting, used to bro. 80s yeah. Sting, yeah. Like, like 80s, like, like 90, 90, early, early 90s, 90s Sting. Sting. With the multicolored yep. face paint, where we just Almost have a good Ultimate time. Warrior esque Max used that. Well, Ultimate Warrior yeah, face yeah. paint, yeah. It, it felt more like like that. I'm like, I, I like this. I like him just having fun. Whatever he chooses to do with this, you know, it, playing the game on his terms and having a good time. I'm like, make it that. Hell yeah! Like, just have fun with it and and give Darby Allen that rug because mm. he can use it, man. He you can, can use it right so, now, yeah, man. Because I, I feel right yeah. now, he, you know, the momentum is starting to you know, starting to die out. So let mm-hmm. him get that rub from Sting. You know, have this happen, let's right. have a couple of segments. Let's let's see what we build up between these two subjects. Daddy, yeah. Daddy and son get together. <laughs> Daddy and son, yes. <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh, you just made me think about someone in NXT. That's something I got to remember to talk about. When you said daddy and son, there's something like the family, the, oh, the Gargano the family situation. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 it's getting kind of funny. Austin, we'll we'll that get into was... that. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was oh, oh your wait. boys on one, that. bro. We're talking about <laughs> that, dude, dude. Gargano family. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, <laughs> let's let's uh, <laughs> let's shift gears a little bit. Um, and talk about so there's something you sent me. Um, it was a it was a little shot of something that I think from Vince, something that he was saying yeah. around uh, you know some of the bigger guys in WWE, some of the heavyweights. So he was saying like he's not impressed, he's not happy with what he's seeing from certain guys, and one name in particular that well, two names stood mm-hmm. out to me. Uh, Otis was mm-hmm. one, and Keith Lee. And he was talking about them going back to the performance center to get training on just just being just better in the ring. Um, when I read this, I was like, "Wow, really? Like <laughs> you're gonna sit here and criticize Keith Lee and Otis?" But I'm gonna focus more on Keith Lee because that one pissed me off yeah. a little bit more than Otis. Yeah. Like Otis, I think he does his thing, and it's it's what it is. But Keith Lee, this man, you grounded him. You don't even let him do what made him famous, mm-hmm. and then you want to criticize him for trying to adapt to what you're trying to do and taking away what made him great. What what are we doing? What are you talking? About? And then you're telling him he has, he needs to go to performance center to get better in ring. What? The, like the audacity. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. At first, when I saw that, I was, I, 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 yeah, I saw red a little bit. I admit that I was a little bit frustrated. I'm like, really? And then I began to calm down and think about, like, well, it actually makes sense because since they decide to ground him, so he he's probably wrestling a little bit different that he's not comfortable with. So maybe Vince McMahon wants him to clean up some of these moves now and so he can start wrestling more of a big man style and not more of a cruiserweight style so because it it, it brings me to that you've seen that spe- that special with keith lee uh oh you didn't see yet, it no. so it's it's, no, it's a little yet. segment you know after he got done with his match it's him and you know gorilla style him and vince mcmahon just having a little back having a little uh like having a little talk he's letting him know like hey you know you're great, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make me believe. Gotta make me believe. And when he said it, it didn't really sit too well. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Making him believe? It's fucking Keith Lee. You know what I'm saying? He's Keith right. Lee. Shit. I'm like, what is he talking about, bro? So, and and then to see the news there, to see that news is, it feel like I'm like, okay, this. After getting upset, getting frustrated, it all makes sense now. All right, because now you decide to change up his wrestling, uh, the way he wrestles now. He's not the sky high cruiserweight mixing in with power. You just want him to be more of a power wrestler, which he's probably have to get used to. Something he probably haven't wrestled since learning to wrestle, maybe, man. So this is probably the reason why he's going back to the PC, man. So those are my two cents on that. Well, you know, even hearing that, I'm still ticked yeah. off. It doesn't, it didn't, it didn't help at all. Like hearing that, like I, I get where Vince is coming from, but he's wrong. Like that's just the way I think about it. Like this man, Keith Lee, was on. He he went to two of your pay per views and stole the show. Yes. He was at Royal Rumble 
killed it. He was at Survivor Series, was standing face-to-face with the tribal chief himself, Roman Reigns, and killed it. That crowd was eating it up. And believe what? The the crowd believes. It's it's like Vince just refuses to, to, if if it's not his creation, if he didn't put his stamp on it, it's like it doesn't exist. Like the crowd, you know, cheering for Keith Lee doesn't, it didn't happen. You know, or it happened because, oh, like with Rusev, like, oh, yeah, you know, like they're just making fun of you. Uh, you know, there's Rusev Day. Like, no, yeah. they're buying his merch. <laughs> oh, he ran out. Uh, you know, it's just we didn't make enough of it. Are you serious? Like, bro, come on, man. Like, Keith Lee is going out there killing it. Just have Keith Lee yeah. have a matchup with Dominic Dijakovic right now on Monday Night Raw. And let's see if the happen. crowd believes that that's an awesome fucking match. It's not going to happen. Like, come on, man. We're going to get Keith Lee against Retribution. It's just, it's just, you know what's sad? You know what's sad about this? I feel I'm. I feel like I'm starting to forget, like how great Keith Lee really yeah. was. You know, like it, it's almost like when I watch Keith Lee. You know, now I, I'm like, did all that really happen on NXT? Like sometimes I forget. Like, yeah, he he had those classic matches with Dominic Dijakovic, and he was like doing moonsaults Moon and Spanish flies. You know, showing that athleticism, Spanish fly. Yeah. Like, yeah, did the Spanish <laughs> fly really happen with him and Dominic Dijakovic? Or did we all just have a group like like we, we all just <laughs> fantasized and made that? That up, was in the matrix, like all together, a wrestling like, matrix. We was part yeah, of. <laughs> we, we, right, we just dreamed that up. We just all made it up. All the the NXT universe, right. the all wrestling fans of Keith Lee. We all just made up that this man can do a Spanish fly just effortlessly. Like really, <laughs> and Vince is sending him to the PC to clean up his wrestling. Oh, Are you fucking kidding me? Like this just doesn't make any sense. No oh, man, just it's... just. I swear, I swear, Vince McMahon doesn't watch. Just watch. He NXT. doesn't. He I swear doesn't. He doesn't watch and, it. You know, he does not watch a minute of and NXT. Maybe Triple H. I know he only has so much power, but man, bro, you got to step it up. I'm sorry, you gotta, you gotta just like let your dead know, like no. Nah, NXT yeah. is my shit. You're not gonna start fucking up the roster. You're not gonna fuck up Keith Lee. You're not gonna fuck up EO if she eventually comes to the comes to the roster. Like oh, that is not yeah, going to happen no. on my watch, Dad. Okay, no. Dad. No. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just because clearly, you know, Triple H and William Regal, you know, and the team down there, they saw they saw what Keith Lee. They believe yes because they made him the champion. Made they made him the first champion. ever North American NXT champion. They they clearly believe. But you know he goes to 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 Raw and Vince now make me believe make me believe make you believe put what on a shirt put on a shirt what? change my put music on a shirt. yeah You're a big man you need to cover shirt. me up you cover put me, you change my music you grounded I don't like me this music Keith, like you're rapping your own music now give you give you some new music I, new music that you can rap on literally like. <laughs> That probably wasn't his idea. That was probably Keith pushing it. Yeah. He was like, all right, all right, all right you go ahead and slide. do it. Let's see how it sounds. <laughs> we'll, set, we'll let this one slide. <laughs> Jeez. Triple H owes me this. All right. Let... <laughs> oh, man. Well, all right. From, from, let's go from Keith Lee to Big E, man, because that's, that's another go. guy that, you know, has been, like, for, in terms of a push, up. like, yeah, well, so, yeah, from somebody who it seems like things are not going so great and now they're getting sent down to someone who's actually getting a push in the Intercontinental t- title mm-hmm. picture, um, this is, it's about damn time because even for a while there, too, even though they said they were pushing him and they split him from the New Day, what was Big E really doing? I mean, he was back in catering, kind of making jokes and doing stuff, and that was cool. But now 
you know, he had a match with Sami Zayn. I, I didn't like the ending of that matchup at all. Oh, I really didn't like the fact that they did the count-out thing. <laughs> Is that, that his thing? That sucks. Is that what off. makes him the strategist, yeah, uh, the ultimate strategist? Yeah. Getting count-outs? What is that? Two, I hated it for Sammy. Dude. I think it's more than two weeks because he did it to uh, Apollo like a while well, ago. That was smart because he like actually this? tied him to the ring. This was actually like yeah, but it's still the count out. Yeah, but I like it's like <laughs> I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it for Sammy because Sammy now it seems like it, it, all of his before he <laughs> before all this before this whole gimmick the strategist like Sammy was a great wrestler. So now it just seems like. The only way he can win is to run around and 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 get you know count out victories. He's not doing barely any wrestling oh, anymore. Man. It's like what the hell, man? This is Sami Zayn, one of the best Just wrestlers. The like, cardio workout. So far as to say, like you know, like a top ten wrestler, but yeah, he's great. Like Sami Zayn is great in the ring, and he just isn't. I don't know. I just don't like it for Sami. Um, the promos are great, but the in ring, it's like, come on, we got to be more creative than this. The count outs, no. And then for Big E, it just made him look kind of stupid, honestly, in that yeah, moment. Like silly. he was smart at one in the in the beginning where Sammy tried to trick him because he had even been saying, you know, to Big E, like, yeah, try that with or Big E was saying to him, try that with me. And then when Sammy tried to get him counted out, Big E went out, then went back in and caught Sammy by surprise. He was like, Oh, wow. But then he did it again later on, and Big E actually followed him out there went underneath the ring. I'm like, Biggie, what are you doing? And then he got counted out, and I'm just like... Uh, I was like, really? Was We're doing mad. this again? Like, I didn't have a reaction. I was just like, yeah. I just I was, said, I really? Quiet. I'm like, I another like, count out for this for this no. dude? This is this is just yeah. bad booking for Sammy. Yeah. It's, uh, it doesn't help. It doesn't help Big E at all. At all, at all. No, nah. no. So that was that was terrible. But let's talk about talking smack, yeah. you know, with Big E. So that was that was interesting. So why don't you break down what happened with Paul Heyman? Oh man, so you know, talking smack post show, and uh, who's the host? Caleb Braxton. Usually, they kind of just have somebody in a routine of of color college commentary to help out Caleb Braxton, either r truth, and then this time it was Paul Heyman, uh, and then they had Big E come up there and he spit some true words that I didn't even realize they needed to be said until he said it. You know, uh, no, I'm just paraphrasing because I don't remember word for word. So he was just saying, mm -hmm. basically, you know, you're going to have in the next 10 years, you're going to be some, you're going to be like one of the great wrestlers, basically, you know, you're going to have, you're going to be big, and, but you need to understand the Hall of Fame. Yep, career. Your, yep. Hall of Fame career. But you need to understand that, you know, that the new day is nothing going to be is is anything is going to be a footnote in your career, all right. And it's like to prove my point, I refer to the tribal chief Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? When he's in the ring, when do everybody mentions the Shield? And I was like, damn, mm. man, yeah, yeah, I had to send that me I had to yeah. send that video out, and I cut it up, put a little edit on there, put the message on there from uh, was it? Don't drink your don't drink your uh, juice in the hood. Poison hood while yeah, drinking yeah. juice. Don't be a mess yeah, of society like, while drinking exactly. juice in the hood. Message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow, wow. And, and I was like, wow, I, I actually understand that, man. And I hope Big E truly understands that because right now he, he has new music, which is great. He's coming out, bringing out the whole Big E Langston powder thing, which is cool. 
that's more to his singles career, but he's still rocking new new day, you know, gear. You know, I I get it that you, you want to show you want to show your honor, you're part of the new day. I think that's great, but you know, if you drop the gear, that's not going to make me forget about you being part of the awesome, awesome tag team faction new day. It you know, I just I just think it would be best for him to drop the new day gear and go full flesh, man. If you're gonna dive in, you know, you know, don't don't put your just don't put your toe in the in the water. You know, just dive in, put your whole body in that water, man. Yeah, it's it's um man, it's an interesting uh, it was an interesting promo or uh, interesting segment, mm-hmm. interesting interview, uh, and words of of wisdom from Paul, um, which seemed to strike home because it was it was just silence, like <laughs> Biggie didn't say nah, anything. Man. Afterwards, he just kind of sat there and like listened to him, talked to him, and, and give him that advice. So that was interesting, um, you know. And I'm I'm kind of I hear what he's saying, and I I I am kind of in that same boat where I, I ponder it, and I'm not sure if it has to be the way that Paul says, but I don't think it's bad advice. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like what the New Day has is unique, and you know they they are just such a such a presence in the WWE and for fans that you know it's it's hard to for me to just say like in for him to be great like the new day has to be a footnote for him because it's just how great like to be honest you know as great as the shield was they weren't the new day like they never got as popular as the new day you know they don't have the 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 like the the fans hearts like the new day does you know like when they split up it it bothered people, you know, like it it, it hurt, you know, hurt. for the shield. It was kind of like, all right, we kind of expected this to happen because all three of these guys, like you could see all superstars. This is, this is limiting. This is, all right, this is, it felt like it, the shield was kind of like holding them yeah. back. You know, it was holding Roman back. It was holding Seth back. It was holding Dean back because, you know, there's no three man tag team championship. And then even, you know, I don't know. There was just something about it where I felt like even though it was cool with them being together, you could tell like these guys are being groomed to be singles champions. Whereas with the New Day, it felt like they were lit. They were truly, truly brothers on and off camera, oh, yeah. you know. And I mean, you know, up, up, down, down is on camera, but we got to see them just in their element. And they seem to truly generally have that bond. And I think the fans love that about yeah. them. And I feel like that's part of the reason why. Biggie is as popular as he is now is because of, you know, the bonds he has with the New Day. If you take that away, you know, where Biggie was before the New mm-hmm. Day, he was almost done. You know, he was good. Like, he was a good in-ring competitor, and they tried to do some stuff with him, and him and Dolph, you know, and then he broke away from Dolph, and then it, it, it was – I mean, he was Intercontinental Champion before. Yeah, but he was just floating out but, there, though, man. He was floundering. Yeah. Right, right. And then it wasn't until he found the New Day that – you know, all three of them really found their footing. And then Kofi used that as a launching pad to greatness. You know, and I feel like Big E, in a way, I, I hear what Paul is saying, but I also feel like the New Day is why he's where he is now. So you could, in that same way, use the New Day as a launching pad, but also to try to make a name for yourself in a way, too. Like, I don't know. It's it's tough. I thought it was it was cool and it made it what's great about it is it makes you think about that for for Big E. What does that look like? Is does he truly need to do that or can he do it 
while not letting go of the New Day complete. And what does letting go of the New Day really look like? Is it just gear or is it him just literally just not mentioning them anymore? Like, what is it? What does all that mean for him? And that's not really a question that we either one of us can answer. It's just kind of like it, it will. It's one of those you just have to see. I don't know. Like, I because I don't know the answer. I'm just throwing it out there. So like, you don't think, you know, you know, it's just one so of, you don't think Big E, you know, with the New Day right now or since he split from the New Day, but right before he split with the New Day, you don't think he was hitting a peak? Do you think he needs to... Sp- I, I, I don't know, man, because I don't, I don't, the way... See, the way okay, Paul, so if... He just worded that. It kind of just... It, 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 I don't know. It was like an epiphany right there. Like, wow, you know, that actually makes sense. Like, maybe the New Day right now is, like, limitly, limiting... You know, Big E, you know, before it wasn't, it was elevating Big E, you know, him being mm-hmm. one of the most decorated tag team champions. But now we're on this, you know, now, now all right, New Day, uh, you got Xavier, you got Kofi on Raw, you got Big E on SmackDown. Now, all right, if you want to differentiate the two, to me, man, you, you gotta go, you gotta go full fledged, man. You gotta go full fledged. But I guess the question is like, how is how is the new day right now holding I mean, they're they're on separate shows. Yeah. Biggie is competing on his own. Biggie's having his own promos. Like we're getting to see Big E kind of just be by himself. Like, how is that how is New Day still holding him back if if they are holding him back? So when I seen him in this match for SmackDown, I still thought a new day, you know, like when he came out, even with the new music, because, you know, aesthetically, he came out in a whole new day gear. It was nothing new. All it was was mm-hmm. the music still more the same of Big E. So it didn't feel anything, you know, fresh. You know, it was just mm-hmm. like a little bit of Big E, but. Uh, still new day-ish, if that makes sense, man. Mm-hmm. All right, let me throw this out at you. Um, you know, Adam Cole is one of your favorite guys. Yeah. Do you think the Undisputed Era holds back Adam Cole? You know what? That's funny because I think we need to save that because when we get there, <laughs> it's only one question that came out of that uh, for my notes. Only one question. I didn't take. I thought I was going to take notes. But instead of taking notes, only a question that came out of that match for me. Mm, so okay, it's okay. funny that you asked that, but I don't want to ask it now because I think we did this with that way because we're about to get there. Exactly. Okay, okay. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Because <laughs> I'll just say this: that for me, you know, that's an example of like they got something special, you know, in that group, and I think that there is you can reach the highest of highs within a stable and like be you know, in a group, but still be your best self too. You know, like, I don't think it needs to be that you have to split away in order to be the best version of yourself. For some people, you know, and again, for Roman, for Seth, for Dean and the Shield, it seemed like they were put together just so that they could develop and then eventually split. It didn't feel like they actually were like a cohesive, cohesive unit. You know, they always kind of felt like, okay, these three guys are being groomed for world champion or universal championships. And that's, that's, that was the main point. Whereas with the New Day and with the Undisputed Era, I feel like there's genuine 
bonds oh, there. Yeah. There's genuine like them pushing each other to be them bare selves. Yeah, and like I, I just I just feel like it's a little bit different than the shield. I get what Paul's saying because it's true. Like you don't really talk about the shield anymore when you look at Roman Reigns, when you look at Seth, even. Yeah. You know, you see the money that Messiah, you see the tribal <laughs> chief. Like I, I get that, but you know, and even with Dean, it's John Moxley. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you don't think of the Shield, John Moxley, <laughs> and now former AEW champion, right? You don't think of the yeah. Shield, you just think of John Moxley. So, but those three, I think that it was a little bit different with the bonds that they had, at least the way it felt for me. Whereas with the New Day and with Undisputed, it's a little bit different. But we'll we'll come back to Undisputed in a little bit. Just wanted to bring up Big E. Um, so more to come on that and see what Big E does with it. Because, um, you know, that was interesting. And I did, a, like, it was cool seeing Paul just give him give him advice like that. And and not really, you know, it didn't feel like this. it was a character thing. It was like a, 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 a work thing. It just felt like he's just giving him advice. Yeah. And I, I think it was good advice for him to at least chew on and kind of do whatever he's going to do with it. And that's but, it. But, but um, no story. But your take is, there. you, just like, let's you see don't what want him to, you know, split off from the New Day, right? Well, I guess my thing is more of a like. I don't know that he needs to, you know, to to change because I think the new day helped him find himself. And if we're saying split off from the new day, then I think he's we're talking about him changing into something else again. And I don't know. I'm just curious as to if he's himself right now. Then if is him splitting off from the new day, going back to like trying to find a character again. Whereas with the new day, he found himself. He found like the, the I think the the I think the, I know his character, but the, the most entertaining, the most entertaining Biggie yeah. has ever been was with the new day, and I felt like he was in his element, like he was himself. He was having fun. He was free, you know, doing the splits in the corner, like like he's just having a great time in the ring, and that's him. And then he could be serious when he needs to, you know, when when people are messing with them and talking shit, and they're like, oh. You're just Big E, the fun guy. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. Like, I can be vicious. I can be serious. Like, and watch this. And he and he gave it to us. We've seen that. <laughs> so I just feel like he is himself right now. And I could, I just, I'm not fully buying that he needs to just completely throw away the whole New Day thing in order to get to that next mm-hmm. level. Because again, Kofi didn't, and he became that's true. You know, WWE. That's champion. true. That's you know? true. Like Kofi was at WrestleMania. Kofi could have man invented WrestleMania if Big E gets that. It's like well, because so you got how they you know you know how the way they told that story with Kofi kind of did it in a way with including New Day. It made sense, but now you're you the way you're booking Big E, you're booking Big E by himself. So if you're gonna book, book him by himself, it's like mm-hmm. I get it that. Yeah, if he's gonna he's gonna split from the dude, new day, but he's it's not an actual split. It's not like hey, he had, you know, he was on they ended on bad terms like the Shield or any others these other factions ever broke up on bad terms. This is actually just good terms because you know they was they was on drafted into two different two different brands. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I said, more to come. I mean, you know, with this, it's it's an interesting debate to have, and I feel like. It's just going to be a continued topic, <laughs> you know, for us for sure because we're both fans of Biggie, you know, yeah. and I think it that shows. Um, there's there's it, it shows for mm. sure in the way we're talking about him. We both want you know great things for him, and you know I think that there's there's so many ways that this that this could go for Biggie. I just hope that this ends with him, you know, 
being inter well not ends with him but like the next step being intercontinental champion and then eventually let's get to that wwe championship push and him having a match with you know whoever the champion is at that time but like i just i would love to see him continue to elevate so we'll see how how that happens but it's, it's great that there we're even having this conversation oh, yeah. that paul Heyman is having these you know conversations with big e that tells us like hey good things are on the horizon they're trying to do something with him so yeah i'm 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 excited for it um now let's move on speaking of of things we're excited for i know you're excited <laughs> to talk about the tribal chief ah, roman reigns um ah, tribal chief yeah man tribal so chief. he's 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 on one man he's on one so him and kevin owens you know there it's it's coming soon the tlc they're gonna be going at it for the universal championship yes. Uh, family is at the head of this story, man. Like this is, this is, this is getting it, it personal, yes, yes, <laughs> real yes. personal, man. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and talk about what happened between KO and Roman Reigns and uh, Roman Reigns telling oh, the family, "Hey, so, man, come, come get you, come get your daddy." So <laughs> KO, he comes out, want to kicks off a promo. He want to introduce to his new friends. <laughs> And these new friends, he's going to introduce the tribal chief, he claims, for TLC. And he goes on, talks about this his friend named Chair, and then uh, Ladder and, and Tables. And he just go off about how he's very, uh, what, what he's going to do with these friends for, for Roman, basically. So as he's going on, the tribal chief is watching. The tribal chief is looking. Paul Heyman's looking at the tribal chief not paying attention to, to KO about what he's doing. Just <laughs> focus on his tribal chief. All right. And then your boy, go get him. Main event, Jey Uso pops out <laughs> out of nowhere. A little shaking. He's a little nervous, you know. Uh, you know uh, we, we good? <laughs> hey, bro, yeah. And this was hilarious about <laughs> tribal chief. He looked at him and was like, yeah, we good. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh, he played that. He played. He did, he did that way too smooth. So as KO's going on, Jay's getting upset. He was like, "Man, hey, hey, you, hey, you know what? I know I messed up. You, you, let, you gotta let me go out there. Let me go get him. Let me go get him. Tribal Chief, you want, you want to? Okay, go out there and go get him. All right. So, all right. So Kevin Owens still talking. He's on top of the ladder." All right, just type of letter talking out of nowhere. Jay Payal, boom, <laughs> with the chair. It's like KO got right. shot. Right, it was like it was like wow. KO got shot. It was crazy. It was like, what the hell happened to Kevin? Oh, oh Jay, right. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Jay was <laughs> go get him. Yeah, right. so go get him. The chair. Wow, 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 hitting him, hitting him. All right, they roll outside the ring. Jay goes to the tables, getting ready to set up. Getting ready to get him. I guess that was enough mm -hmm. recovery time for KO to reverse and start <laughs> whooping this dude's ass, bro. Whooping the dog shit out of him, too, bro. Just, <laughs> oh, my God, he got real. So real. The tribal chief was like, down up, down up. Music come out. <laughs> comes out. Heyman's like, oh, bro, I want a hype man like that, like Heyman, bro. He's like, don't do it. He ain't worth it. You ain't got to do it. Wait yep. for TLC. Yep. Wait for TLC. This is on, this is on his yep. terms. Yeah, this is on his terms. Don't do it. This is on his, this, this needs to be on your terms. This needs to be on your terms. Oh, I was like, man. oh man. And I love him oh. because he's like, yep. like he, yep. he's passing the he's passing the title to Heyman, but Heyman has his hand on it, but, but 
you know, but yeah. Raymond, he's still, but not Raymond. I'm, I'm sorry, Roman. And it's not even Roman. I'm sorry, Tribal Chief. Tribal <laughs> Chief. I'm sorry, Tribal <laughs> Chief. I'm excited. Tribal Chief. Pay respects. Pay yeah, respects. Pay my respects. <laughs> he had his hand on the title. He was like, sure, you want to do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, on his terms. He was like, on his terms. <laughs> He's like, I get it. I get it. You're, you're, you're the, the head, head of the table. table. I get it. I know it on his <laughs> man, I, I love Paul. But then he was able to, to calm the man down. And he walked and he left his cousin out there, bro. <laughs> and, oh, my God. So Kevin's like, nah, nah, this. Then Kevin Owens dead, followed him. Yo. He's like, no, nah, I'm done running. Yep. I'm done running. I'm done running. And so he went up the ramp. He's limping. He's holding the chair. He goes back there. He's looking for Roman Reigns. And then Kayla tried to interview him, trying to talk to him. Like, nah, you know, nah, and he's, matter of fact, you know, Kayla, still- I got a question for you. You seen Roman? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chair shot to the oh back. My God. Oh. Roman came Damn, out of nowhere. chair shot. Beating his yeah. ass. Beating his ass. Hmm. Then... Man. Had a message for the children, because Roman loves oh, the kids. And the wife, <laughs> yeah, and the wife. Oh, man, he basically told him, "Get your yeah. dead, or he gonna be in, or he gonna be ended up hurt." <laughs> oh, he said, he said. Well, first when he was beat, it was it was one of those monologue ass oh, yeah. that that yeah, Roman yeah. Reigns now is getting like famous Bane for. versus Batman. He's talking shit to him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's telling he's telling him he's telling Kevin Owens like, who do you think prov- puts food on the table? Who do you think provides for you? Who do you think put the roof over your head? And he's beating him with the chair, beating him with the chair. He's like, have you? You've never even invited me over. You've never even invited me over to see your family. Then he looks at the camera. He's like, you know what? Let me introduce, let me properly introduce myself. Be <laughs> yeah, calmed down real quick. Did. And he looks at the camera, dead at the uh... camera. Let me properly introduce myself. I'm Roman Reigns. The tribal chief, the head of the table, the one that provides food, <laughs> the one that provides the food at the table. And uh, he's like, you know, and then he says, like, now, if he doesn't act right, like, you better come, come, come get, you know, talk yeah. to him. Someone, one of you guys, like to the wife, you better come talk to him. Kids, talk to <laughs> dad. Because, you know, as quickly as I put food on the table, I'm going to take that food off the table. <laughs> they kicked him in the <laughs> head. Kicked him in the yeah. head. I was like, oh, shit. Why is Roman like this? Why? Why? Tribal Chief. Just Tribal Chief. savage. Tribal Chief. Savage. Yes. Yes. Take that food off the table. Like, mm. this man talking mm. to his wife and kids. I said, man. I got I got a question for you, great. man. Uh, you know, shouts yeah. out to the, to the Twitter. Twitter sphere. Shouts out to the Twitter follower, Kadarian Webb. He had tagged us, Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. And he said, who would you pick? You Would you pick, like, who's the better heel combo? Kenny Omega, Don Callis, or Paul Heyman with the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns? I went with, obviously, oh, you know me. me. I went with the Tribal Chief. It's, you know what it's, I'm saying? It's, it's Tribal, Tribal Chief right now, mm. man. It's Tribal Chief right now. It has to be. <laughs> like I look, Don Callis and Kenny Omega, give them time. Yeah, Let's see what right. they do. You know, it'll be it'll be fun as well. They'll, they're gonna have their fun. But right now, you you can't like for me, there's no comparison. There's no competition. Like, and I it's crazy to be saying that because a year ago, 
I would have thought this was crazy that we're even saying this, that, you know, Roman, I was, a, I was getting me because the post-cancer thing, yeah, you know, yeah. like we were all feeling for mm-hmm. Roman, but you know, then it was kind of falling off a little bit. We we're starting to follow those same trends yeah. where Blues it's start, getting starting to be, to be on the rise. The same again. old, same old. Yeah. yeah like, uh, I don't know, man. And then you, you know, everything that happened, happened with, with COVID, he was away, came back, but yeah, this heel turn, this heel run that he's on is so entertaining. It's so, so entertaining that, man, because the only thing that's close to this is, I mean, his boy, Seth, you know, the Monday Night Messiah and just the the, the greater yeah, the good, good, the good. sacrifices. <laughs> just, oh, man, just with the whole Rey Mysterio and him, it was crazy what he was doing. Him and Drew, that one matchup that they had in the build up uh, to that, you know, like, you're not, you don't understand, Drew, what it takes to, to be the champion. Like, but I do. I can take that burden. I can be that guy. Like, I'm going to do you a favor and take that from you so you don't have to deal with all the pressure and responsibility. I was like, Seth, wh- what has happened to Seth? Dude, so that was that was like probably the closest thing so far for me, at least this year, was just Seth's, you know, job is, is money on Messiah. But, yeah, right now, gosh. Tribal yeah, Chief. Tribal I Chief, got to go with my Tribal Chief. 100%. He, he is talking with so much confidence. It is so unreal, man. Like the promos, he don't stumble. Yeah. Like you believe what he's saying when he was just talking to Kevin Owens' family about what he's going to do. Basically, like you need to go <laughs> check your dead or I'm going to check him for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like who does that? You better, you better talk right. to him. You better talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> you better talk yeah. <laughs> Like I'm the one. I'm the, I'm yeah, the true head. I'm the one man. that puts great. food on your table, bro. <laughs> food on your table. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Uh, yeah, man. It's yes, great. It's great. Yes. It's great what he's doing. I want to see it. every time Roman shows up. Now I'm like, oh, I gotta see what he says. What's he gonna do? Like, Tootin is just like, just it's so so much excitement now. Looking forward to Roman Reigns promos. Oh, How I do, I do, yes, say? all the time. <laughs> and sometimes when he doesn't open up the show with a Roman, I'm like, oh. You know, no Roman Reigns promo in the beginning. Okay. All right. I guess we'll wait a little bit longer. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) We got to wait. I want it now, damn it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, because this week it was uh it was Sasha, yeah. right? It was Sasha and yeah. Carmella. They had the signing. Yeah, that, that's what it was. Yeah, which that that, that, was, cool. that was interesting yeah. too, actually, to to switch uh, gears a I little bit. Worried. Uh Sasha and Carmella. I was I was yes. nervous because Carmella had a new entrance. Yeah. And I mean the entrance was, was, it was it was an yes, entrance. It was. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh so and she comes out, I'm like Oh, oh this is what yes. I was talking about. Yes, this is what I was, I was like, talking oh, about. Shit, There's, this is what he's prophesied right here, man. He, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Prophecy has come true. Just, oh. Dude, I was I was nervous. I'm like, oh she oh, she's gonna lose. She's gonna lose. <laughs> like Vince loves his blonde. Yeah. And she's coming out like right. this. Oh, uh, like it didn't, it, yeah, it didn't. No. I'm like, hold on. What we're changing the match to tonight. We're not waiting TLC. Why? What What are we doing? And then I remember like seeing something in the news too. Like WWE was, wasn't happy with Snoop Dogg because he's going to be appearing on AEW. Oh, so yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. going in the news thread. Oh, I'm like, oh man. no, 
Oh, don't tell no. me. Don't it's tell me punishment. Vince is petty like that. Yeah. Don't tell me Vince is petty like yeah. that, bro. He's going to do hey, it. Hey, look at Lana and what happened yeah. to her. Table you know, nine. Put through tables <laughs> nine times. <laughs> nine times. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, that's how petty it gets right. in WWE. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Snoop, oh, you want to be on yeah, AEW? Okay. Watch what we do to Sasha. Yeah. All right. We got, we got you. you. <laughs> oh, uh, man. But yeah, DQ finish. You know, they had Sasha get herself DQ'd after the Somalier, you know, trying to, you know, mess with the match. Up. That's, uh, that's borderline, bro. That's yeah, Somalier. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna see the brother out there, you know, aesthetic aesthetics, you know, got the blonde, yeah, the brother, yeah. smiley. <laughs> what, 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 what is that code? You know, what, what is that code for? What are we doing? You know, <laughs> Just, that's what they call it. That's what they, that's what she <laughs> said. So, hey, man. I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> just go with what All right. I'm gonna keep an eye on it though. I'm my eye, I'm gonna keep my eye on it. Right. <laughs> you do. Please do Where are they going with this? <laughs> what are we talking about here? What is this? What are we going oh. with this one? But um, yeah, she got herself disqualified. Then Carmella uh, got the, you know, she kicked her in the head, took her to the outside, smashed one of the champagne yeah. bottles over her back. I wish she would have just hit her in the head yeah. though. It would have been a, a better visual. It may be bright. She's supposed to be out yeah. cold. Yeah, because because it, it, it you know they had the breakaway bottles, so just yeah. smashed it over the head, and that way you could say, oh, she's, she's got out. a concussion, she's yeah. out cold. But you hit her in the back. It's like it wasn't as good of an effect as it could have been, but it was still fine. A little bit flat. It was and, like uh, it was like that man, just a little knock. I'm like oh, I'm ready to see the yeah. the, the glass yeah. break. Yeah. And, Maybe a little fake blood, you know, like, oh, man, she's busted up. Something, you know. You know? Yeah. Even more yeah. of an effect. And then the elephant in the room of this whole thing is Corey Graves is doing commentary. Yeah, you know, that's his yeah. girl. And, you know, she's out here saying, you know, stuff like she's, she's uh, you know, going to be the sexy the sexy uh, the champion and kind of like calling the dude baby. And, like, I, you know, all men love me. And I'm just like, you with Corey Graves. Right. Like, that's where kayfabe. You know, not having that is kind of like it, it's it's like we know what's really yes. going on, so you might as well just just keep just, just keep it, it one hundred, like, right? Corey, that's your, that's your <laughs> right. guy right there. Like, what are we doing right there? So, so I don't know. It's just a little bit weird that they're not really addressing that. But okay, like it never you know? happened. So, um, <laughs> like, yeah, right? No, man, it did. <laughs> just come on, man. But um, yeah, so. It's it's gonna continue TLC. They'll probably well, I don't know. Maybe they won't do the rematch because of Snoop Dogg now. Maybe they just maybe that you know that'll be it for a little right. bit. We'll see. We'll put this on ice. They can't be petty, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you are gonna be off television for a little yeah, bit. We're gonna focus on <laughs> Bailey Snoop- and the EST, <laughs> right? <laughs> Bianca and the EST. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So. Yeah, man. All right, so let, let's let's get to the to the to the crux of this, to the core of this. Oh, show. Well, before we do that, War before we do that, games. before we do that, it came oh. in. It came in. Okay. Let me open this. <laughs> let me open this. Oh, I've been waiting. I said last oh, two episodes man. for the listeners. There's a package. Yes. 
I've been waiting. You, you hear the rumbling. <laughs> I said it's been in transit. Oh, oh yeah. Let me get it. Oh, oh, oh yes. Let me, let me sh- you show it off for the people. Oh, oh yeah. There it is. Yeah. Head of Head the, the table. table. Yeah. Oh, See, I got man. an open spot right here. So where the AJ yes. shirt used yes, to be. Yes. So I will do the honors and set this up right now. <laughs> oh, all right oh yeah man paying homage with his hard-earned dollars to the tribal chief Devin is is setting up the third shirt shirt in the set you know he's got wreck everyone and leave up there he's got show up and win up there and now it's the head of the table completing the roman reigns tribal chief collection, collection is complete for now <laughs> until he comes out with new merch until the next one. Well, right now, the, the set is complete, sir. There you go. There you go. Speak, speaking of merch, real quick before we talk about war games. So uh, in the back when they show, you know, Biggie had his shirt and everybody had merch. Sami Zayn was in the back saying, all these people got merch. Where's my merch? Where's my merch? And then Biggie goes, Apollo. <laughs> and Apollo came around. Here we go. I got your merch right here, Sammy. It was like a stick figure. I am Sammy Zayn with a beard. Watch that shirt sell, dude. Watch them put that on on WWE. Shop. It is on shop.com. Sell t-shirt. Oh my god, shop.com, bro. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, they have to. You got to put that up there. Yes. People are gonna buy yes. that shirt. I'm telling you, Apollo's artwork is going up there. Watch it be the the, the best selling shirt they have. Oh man, bro, that was like hilarious! I'm like days. Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> Say what? Oh, they figured what a that was great, beard, bro. Uh, oh yeah. man, that was great. That was great. All right, so let's get yes. into war, war games. I'm oh, ready. Oh man, sort of ready. So this sort show, so this show, so. First of all, I got to toot my own horn a little bit, all right, because I was a little, I was a little salty, I was a little bittersweet with you know the AEW, uh, the last pay per views prediction show. You know, we didn't get it fully recorded, and you know we had the technical difficulties, and I had a flawless victory, uh... flawless victory. <laughs> you know, I had it, but it wasn't recorded, so I'm like, you know what, it doesn't even count. Who cares? You know, it doesn't count. You know, I could. Yeah, I have witnesses, JD, Devin, you know, y'all, y'all heard me say what I said, but we didn't have the evidence. <laughs> but now, but now we have the evidence. <sighs> flawless yes. victory for yes. me. For flawless me. Victory. Oh my God. Predictions all correct. I actually went into this thinking, you know what? Right, man. Know, man. With the lows of confidence coming in here, like, yeah, I'm, I'm picking with my I, heart, but I, 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 I already I, know I, Johnny might not just win. Right. And that's the truth. Look, I gotta I gotta be real with the listeners. I'm not gonna lead y'all, you know, like you know, I was I was accused of leading people astray, you know, on, on uh on uh the, the survivors here on the crossover show. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have to keep it real. I gotta tell you why I'm making my picks. You know, if I'm just making the pick because I feel like, all right, you know what? This is what I want to happen, so I'm going to pick it. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. So this one, yeah, I, I, there were some picks I made with my heart, and, you know, it resulted in a flawless victory. So, but let's get into it. Now, 
as we typically do on the Clark Street Wrestling yes. Podcast, we give you, you know, the true main event as our last match that we'll talk about, as our last match we'll recap. And for us, the main event of this show really should have been the women's Ladies. war games matchup. Deserve it, damn it. But for what you know, and this has been a trend for us recently because we have predicted the main event to be and like over and over again we predicted the main event and over and over again the main event's the first match of the night which is kind of crazy <laughs> you know like we have it's been weird like that like the the uh Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega and, yep. Hangman Page first, it was the first match first of the night match. yeah and then it was uh what was the other one the Roman Reigns Jey Uso Hell in Cell matchup match. first match <laughs> what like what is happening so and now, you know, here again, all right, the women's war games matchup, you know, Shotzi, Team Shotzi, she's building the tank. Uh, you know, she got the new, the last piece of it. They had this whole, like, video thing. It was really cool. And, and yeah, we saw the tank, so that was cool. But, yeah, first match? Like, really? Really? All because we had your boy, Pat How dare you say that, sir? My boy? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. He will never be my boy. He will oh, never be man. my guy. <laughs> never. <laughs> never, ever. I can't wait for this. I can't wait. So we are going to flip it, and we're actually going to give you it. the Pat McAfee versus Undisputed Era yes. first, and then we're going to save the best for last in the women's war games matchup. God. That'll be the last match that we recap. So let's get right into it. I am dying to hear your reaction, sir. On this matchup. So let's get right into it. The Undisputed Era. Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole, baby, versus Pete Dunn. Yes. Danny Birch, yes. Oni Lorkin, and Pat McAfee. <laughs> Devin's giving a thumbs yes. down for the listeners. And a sucker. All right. So. <laughs> yes. Devin, man, take it away. What were you, what's your reaction to this matchup? How, how, how you feeling right now? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So this match actually started off cool. You know, everything was going good, being violent. It was a bit slow. You know, it was a couple of spots. It was just, you know, guys were just laying around. It felt like it was a bit slow. I actually kind of a little bit drifted to my phone. But as as in the closing segments, it was one offensive move that clearly stood out to me and pissed me the fuck off. So I'm just gonna fast forward because this is my this is my point of view right here. This is where I was just I'm fucking done with this match. I'm fucking done with this match. <sighs> All right, so Adam Cole, Pat McAfee, there on the far side of the ring now. They're in a the corner. They're going at it. You know what I'm saying? Pat McAfee, he's in the corner, getting ready to set up Adam Cole for the Panama Sunrise. I'm like, don't, bro. Just fucking don't. All right. He doesn't. <laughs> Adam Cole super kicks him. Yes. He gets super kicks. He's on the ground. He's getting ready to set him up for the Panama Sunrise. I'm like, cool. All right. Here we go. We're about to fucking end this right now. All right. He sets him up. Panama Sunrise. I'm like, here we go. This is perfect. This is how this is how he get his comeuppance. I'm like, one, yeah. two, this we yeah. go. Straight to the moon. Kicks out through. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> to the moon. What the, to what the, the moon. fuck? What what what? 
he kicks. He, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the guy that had his second match. Second match, and this is the first time in a War Games match being physical. He just, and then he jumps off and did a moonsault on the top of a cage, too. On top of the War Games cage, too. Might I add that? Yeah. And he takes one yeah. Panama Sunrise. One. Been in the match for, I don't know, 30 minutes already. So he's, t- he's tired. But he kicks out. Adam Cole has, like, the most dumbass look on his face. Like, he's, like, you know, in anime, cartoon, in fighting movie, you know, you're doing your ultimate attack. And the dude just deflects it easy. And you're like, <laughs> And that was Adam Cole. Just he did the Panama Sunrise. Pat McAfee kicks out. He's just, just dumb look, man. Just a completely dumb look. I'm like, oh my god, man. It's, I'm like, I don't care how it ends. You undisputed guy with the most stupidest, stupidest power finish ever. I don't care that that one offensive move of Pat McAfee kicking out of the Panama Sunrise ruin my war games match for that main event i was like this is the reason why the women should have been the main event this is the reasons why it was mm-hmm. that war games match was bullshit it was slow at times pat mcafee was doing okay he did a he did a somersault but i just seen i just seen one of the women who did a, a somersault but did it in the most epic way so i don't yeah. care what you did pat mcafee man i'm done bro i'm done talking about Damn! Fuck this dude. Wow. So As a overall, you just dude. you didn't like. Just saying. <laughs> so overall, overall, you didn't like. So that that right there, him kicking out of Panama ruin Sunrise, everything. Ruined ruin everything. Ruin Really? You know, I'm ruining everything. It's like I'm, really? I'm eating real something, eating good, eating a real good move. I'm, I'm, I'm real good food, and all of a sudden, <laughs> there's some hair. I'm like, what the fuck? There's some hair on my shit. Oh, I can't yeah. even fucking eat. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Can't even eat it. Throw it away. No, I don't want. It. I don't want. It. Nope. Nope. Don't cook it again. I'm done. I'm not never eating here again. That's how I feel about this war games <laughs> match from Pat McAfee kicking out that Panama Sunrise, which logically in the story makes Man. no fucking sense, bro. Let me know how that makes sense. His second match. Even the commentary said this is his second match. This is his second match. <laughs> So you understood this man was in the second match, first ever War Games match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Taking kendo sticks to the chest, chair shots, super kicks, mm-hmm. all that added up. Takes one finishing move. I'm thinking like everybody else, probably 99% of the population watching that pay-per-view thought it was over. And this asshole decided to kick out. And I already know what they're setting up to, too. That's what pissed me off. They're setting up for a Pat McAfee, Adam Cole match where Pat McAfee is going to win. He's going to win. That is what they're setting up to. This is, this is why I'm so fired up. I'm pissed off because they're setting up Pat McAfee to win. They gave the first match between <laughs> Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. They gave this man a 2.9 second close finish. They gave him. They gave this man a 16 to 17 minute match with Adam Cole, the longest reigning NXT champion. How that doesn't even make sense. And this dude had, what, two weeks of training? <laughs> oh, my God, man. Fucking ranting. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't like the rant, but 
I like to keep it laughing. I like to keep it. I like to entertain people. But this type, this is type of shit that pisses me off when shit don't make sense to me. When you, this is the story that you you gave, and then some other people want to overlook it. Oh, he just did a somersault off top of the cage. I'm like, bro, you saw EO do the same thing, but in the most epic way. So what are we talking about? All right, so um, oh, no, actually, I don't want to cut no, you no, off. I'm done, you, bro. you feel good? You got it out. You, you got That's, it out. Okay, you know, all therapy right, session. Right, I knew right. he was gonna have one. This, right. this is it right here again. Oh man, well, you you might need another one because I'm gonna tell you right now, I had a very different experience with this matchup than you did. <laughs> I think you're gonna be upset. I really enjoyed this oh matchup. God, I really did. My heart, I, I enjoyed. I, I enjoyed it. What? I did. So. So here, here's where I'm at, right? So, you know, the I still believe the women's match should have been the main event because I feel like they had the better matchup, the the stars, the star power there was just awesome. All right, but we had that matchup, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. That's still the true main event. But now <laughs> he's about to do the move on my screen. It's so funny that's about to happen. So, you know, the match starts out, you know, Undisputed comes out, red, you know, they got the, the, the Undisputed shirts for war games with the, with the camouflage, yep. like, cool. Then, uh, quote-unquote, Pat McAfee's team comes out. But, like I've been saying from the beginning, I feel like this is Pete Dunn's team. And Pete Dunn didn't even look at them. He just told them, y'all, get get over there, get in that damn cage. I got this. I'm I got first. this. <laughs> right. So it was him and Kyle, and I'm like, yes, give me this. And they go at it for the first five minutes, man. They're going back and forth. This is just like, just perfect. Like this, this is, it was great. It was a great start to the matchup. And then um, I forget who came in next after that. Was it... Uh, it, I think it was only Lorkin, Lorkin that came yep. out after because they had yep. the advantage, right? So it was only Lorkin um, in there. And then um, you had Bobby Fish come in. And so you've got the, you know, Kyle's tag team partner. And I love the storytelling here with like how you brought in like, hey, Kyle O'Reilly's tag team partner. He comes in and then you bring in uh, Danny Birch, only Lorkin's tag team partner. It's like, okay, the cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll talk about that with the women too because that was, that was brilliant too when mm-hmm. they did that. Um, and then you had, of course, you got, you're going to save, uh, Adam Cole and Pat McAfee for last, um, Pat McAfee comes out and then Pat McAfee comes out when he, it was his turn. He brings out the tables and he's like, I've got one. He's got one for basically each (laughs) member of the undisputed era with their names on it, with the undisputed logo. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, are they actually going to put them through all four of these tables? I started getting a little nervous. Like if they do that. Are they going to win this matchup? Like, what, what is about to happen right now? So I was like, oh, shit. Like, let's see what happens here. So he's bringing them out. And actually, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, they put Roddy through one of the, through his table. So he was the first one. It was uh, Moonsault by Pat McAfee, which he did. It was a solid Moonsault he pulled off. Cool. They did that. And it was basically their team working in cohesion. It wasn't like him dominating Roderick Strong to get there. Like, that team. It was a team win putting Roddy through that table. Cool. But then after that, nobody else from Undisputed went through a table. All those other tables, it was a member of Team yeah. McAfee that went through those tables. <laughs> so they, it just, they just turned the tables on them, literally, um, you know, and made that happen. Um, 
I just feel like, so the wrestling, the, you know, chaos in war games that I've come to expect, I got that from this matchup. All right. So the spot you're talking about. The Panama Sunrise, like I said, yeah. I just saw it on my screen yeah. again. He kicks yeah. out of the Panama Sunrise. You love Sunrise. this match. Unbelievable. Um, Unbelievable. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing for me with you being that upset about him kicking out of the Panama Sunrise. One, Panama Sunrise is not Adam Cole's I finisher. I know. Right? So, you know, this is not a move that he's typically had success finishing matches with in NXT. It's a devastating move. It's a fun move to see, but the finish rate of that move in NXT might be zero. Like, pretty much nobody is kicked out. Like, it's one thing, you know, if he uses his actual finisher, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, he kicks out. But the Panama Sunrise is like, all right, it's it's a strong move, but I wouldn't go so far as to say, like, oh, my God, it's shocking that Pat McAfee <laughs> kicked out when they've already had a matchup before. And Pat McAfee, you know, kicked out of, of Adam Cole's moves, you know, in that matchup already. Like, we've seen – this wasn't the first time we've seen Pat McAfee take the yeah, Panama Sunrise. Yeah, but this Sunrise. is a war games like, match, man. So, this is different. So, that's that's how I'm thinking. I'm in the mind frame of uh, – this is the buildup. But he him, didn't really take – To him to take that finish. But he didn't really take much damage. But he didn't really take that much damage in this war games match. Like, he was he was standing back and letting them do a lot of the a lot of the dirty well, when, work. When undisputed, you know, they were like saving him. Pat McAfee. All, all, like they all with the with the yeah, kendo sticks, yeah, they yeah. All jumped, right, you know, right, Pat right. McAfee's they had that going against the gate. But, you know, that was that was roughing them up, bro. They they did, but not in comparison to what we typically see. Like in war games, you got people like we just said going through tables, getting smashed on on the cage and ladders in the middle portion on the the steel. Like usually, like everybody is getting just destroyed. Yeah. Pat McAfee, I felt like. They kind of protected him a little bit in this matchup from getting like obliterated in some spots. It was more like Oni Lorcan got destroyed. Um, oh my God, Ember Moon in that oh matchup. We'll talk about her and what she did. Like almost just committed murder, ridiculously, just <laughs> almost killed somebody. Yes, <laughs> like almost, almost right. killed someone. Um, that that didn't happen to Pat McAfee, and then he takes the Panama Sunrise, and I get it. It's a devastating move. It's Pat McAfee. It's a second match in NXT, so I hear what you're saying in terms of like, like yes. it it's just not a someone second like him match. who's it's supposed to be off the street match too. It's not a regular ass match. Yeah, yeah, but but again, I'm like, if it, it's it's just it's not the last shot, you know. It's, yeah, it's not I hear, like, like it makes sense. He it, did Panama Sunrise like through like onto a chair or like. He's bleed. He's bloody, which you know he didn't bleed, so that's another reason. I if he was upset. a, oh yeah, but like yeah, that too, he didn't bleed. I don't know. I just when I when I saw it, I was like, yeah, he didn't bleed. You know, when I saw it, I was kind of like, all right, he kicked out of it. It was shocking. And Adam Cole, you know, he's they're doing that thing where it's like, wow, near near fall. Like it was, it was actually, I was cool with it. I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Like this is, there's, they're going back and forth. You know, the two teams are going to war. Like, and Pete Dunn to me was like. Of the true MVP, like him he and Kyle O'Reilly were the two MVPs <laughs> of this matchup. Like going as long as they did, and they gave them that spot towards the end where it was like one on one. Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunn again after oh, they've been man. through like thirty minutes of hell, bro. It, and I thought Pete Dunn won the match one at one spot. point. I was like, oh man, he just hit him. It was one spot when him and Ornie Lorcan was working together. I had coach, they had uh, Kyle O'Reilly. So Pete Dunn had Kyle O'Reilly. He was laying on the floor, kind of had him sitting up, prop like. 
propped up on his leg, and then you know, yeah. Orny Lorcan just chopping him in the chest, like wow, wow, wow. Then bam, DDT finish. I was like, oh my god, bro. It was just that sequence yeah. right there was so violent, man. Them just them being that physical, just yeah. Be done, man. That dude was an MVP yeah. of War Games. I, I give you that. Yeah, he was. He was great, you know. I think Kyle O'Reilly was great. Bobby Fish actually had a great spot yeah. too, you know. And I get on Bobby Fish a little bit. He got bit, hurt again but, too. You know, man. Bobby, I thought did a great job. He yeah. got hurt. Yeah, that that seems to be yeah. a thing for him in War Games too. He, gets he got hurt. like a torn tricep but, um, again. Yeah, because he wasn't doing like when everybody was throwing up the the undisputed sign, he just kept. Yeah, not I think doing it was right because yeah, he was hurt. He yeah, was trying to right hide arm. it. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know, for me and okay, so then the um, the moon salt from the top, like I thought, honestly, props to him for being willing to do that as a guy who he's not doing this every day, you know. And we've had people like Stephen Amell come to yeah. WWE and some other celebrities. Shaq has showed up, and you know he's doing stuff now with AEW. We'll see how far he goes, but to do a spot like that that there are people in NXT, in WWE that have never done that and probably will never do something like that. And Pat McAfee goes up to the top and does a moonsault from the top of the, the cage in War Games. I'm sorry, I can't. I think even one of the announcers said, I think it was, a um, who was it? I can't remember who it was that said that, but they said, even if you don't like Pat McAfee, you got to respect nope. that. The fact that he did that moonsault. And I thought of you immediately nah, when he said that. It. And I'm thinking That's to myself, I, I like, wow. EO did it. I, I wonder... didn't see EO did it. And I'm like, okay, I put a little respect sauce on that a little bit. But I see EO did it. Yeah. I'm straight. Uh, but, but see, that's where mm-hmm. I feel like now we're kind of crossing over into, are we just going to hate him and, and dis- disregard what he's doing just because? Or are we actually going to pay this man respect when he does something good? Like when, what, when, when does he finally get that chance to just say, Hey, you know, okay, you did this. Now that's cool. Like, that's good. I respect that. I may not like you. I may not respect you as, as a character. Obviously we're not talking about him as a person, but like, you know, when does he get, like, what does he have to do in order to, to do something where we're like, man, that that was cool. Like, I didn't like the match. I didn't like certain spots, but he did that. I just want to see him be in a believable match. He haven't been in a believable match. The first one with yeah, but forget the forget the match for a second one, though. Man. Like that that spot. Let's just take that spot because that that I, I have a little bit of an issue just disregarding that. Like if anybody does that spot, it's big. Like just because EO just went and did that I spot, I would have said the same it thing. Less, it's, like it's almost because but, EO it is well, like down. EO because you have two war game matches. You just seen EO did it with a trash can. And then you see you get the you get you get the version from Pat McAfee. Excuse me if I don't get all excited, yeah, but it's yeah, but it's it's like EO is we've okay we saw EO did do a moonsault from the top last War yep. Games like last year, and so she went to the top again here and not to you know because we're gonna get into that, but she went to the top again in this War Games, and I thought that was still cool even though she's done it before. And, like, Pat McAfee does this, and it's like, whoa, Pat McAfee's getting ready to go off the top and do a moonsault? And he did it, and it looked good? I'm like, wow. Like, that was awesome. That was awesome that you got this guy who was willing to say, hey, I'm going to put my body on the line because I'm not full-time here. 
Like, I got stuff going on outside of here, you know, but I'm willing to do what these guys do. Like, that to me tells me he's taking this seriously, that he wants to entertain and give people the best show he can. And with the ability that he has, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to the top and I'm going to do a moonsault. And that move could get botched. And that man, if that goes wrong, he's got a broken neck or worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I got to put respect on him being able to take that risk. The fact that someone else was able to take that risk, that's cool. But that doesn't mean that anybody, it's like, okay, Jeff Hardy, he does a, a spot off the ladder every time he gets a ladder. But every time we see other people do ladder moves, it's like, it's still a big deal because we know the risk that it is. So to say that Pat McAfee doing uh, that's, that's it. That's debatable. That's it's, debatable, man. It's not because as, it, as impressive. Because it depends how many times you're going to see it. Like, if I didn't never see it, like, I'm going to say this. Pat McAfee as Pat McAfee the person, yeah, it's impressive. He did a moonsault or he flipped off the top of the ring. But as a character, if we, like I'm saying, I'm bringing it back to within the story. It doesn't make sense for me. Like, I, I gave him his chops before. But what does it make sense about him doing a moonsault? I'm saying as it doesn't make sense for, for, for him, like, believable. Like, why is he, like, almost winning these matches? Like, he's getting more victories. Like, he had two more victories back-to-back -back when you look at it. Because yeah. because even I, with the aftermath... I, of I, I guess what I'm trying to get you to see is, like, there's two, there's, there's two, there's two things we're, we're debating mm -hmm. right now. You know, it's it's the the match overall in like that spot. Like I'm trying to to really turn this into a micro conversation versus looking at the match on a whole, just to see, you know, if I can get you. Well, let to me see, bring it like, back hey, to this when, This one thing well, that let he me did. bring it back to this when he did a somersault when him and him and Adam Cole and I gave him props for him to do a somersault. Like he did good, you know. He, the, yeah, yeah right. His right. moonsault, his move set, his wrestling moves are good. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not knocking that, but from a character, like I'm saying, I just right. it just bring I'm just bringing it back to what they're telling me from a story standpoint. It doesn't, it's not believable to me. If you're telling me, all right, from two weeks of training, he's able to go toe to toe with, you know, Pat McAfee, but I'm impressed because I can respect it because he's doing moves. He's a celebrity. He doesn't do that all the time. I could, I'm treating the same thing as war games. I'm just saying like. It's watered down because EO did it, but she did it in a most crazy, epic way. Maybe if EO didn't do that, and then she just does a regular moonsault, and then, you know, you got Pat McAfee that does it, I, I'm like, okay, yeah, that was good. But to me, like I said, it was watered down. I'm not saying I'm not not disrespecting it. I do respect it. But from, from a match preference, to me, it was like, okay, I, I just seen that in the beginning of the show. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like, you know, the way it sounds, you know, hearing you, it's just kind of like there's nothing he can do. Like, <laughs> like we're just not going to give him it's a chance. It's not that, man. It's just you know what I saying? just want Triple H to book, to book a logical story that it will make sense. If you're telling me he has two weeks of training, let that make sense within the story of wrestling. Yeah, but the, the nothing that he did to me – looked like something in this matchup more than even the Adam Cole matchup. I felt like this was believable and the Adam Cole matchup wasn't because one-on-one -on -one with the longest reigning NXT champion of all time, you shouldn't last that long. You shouldn't have that much offense. That makes sense to me in the context of war games 
where it's this four on four war and you have these other guys that can fight for you, kind of protect you. And then you took a move. You're still like a person like like that's still look, debatable, man. As a human being, you know, but wait, but just as a human being, like it. OK, we talked about we talked about like Walter's chops yeah. before yeah. on the show. It's like, oh, would you take a chop from Walter? Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, when you see people take chops from Walter on the show, you know, and they're selling it a certain way, it's like, damn, that's crazy. But it's not unbelievable for me to think that someone, just a big guy, like an an athlete off the street, like if I took, you know, I don't know, just, um, gosh, Mitchell Trubisky, right, (laughs) and had him take a chop from Walter, and well, and Mitchell Trubisky, because he's he's a big dude. Even though I don't like him, because you know he's, he just I just don't. I'm mad about the whole yeah, Mitchell Trubisky, not, Deshaun yeah. Watson, Patrick uh, Mahomes, Pat Mahomes yeah. situation. I'm mad about that, <laughs> right? I'm mad about that as a as a as a Bears fan. I'm mad, but let's just say the guy's an athlete. He's a big guy. He takes a chop from from Walter. Are we saying that because he's not a wrestler, he should chop him straight in half? Like, or are we gonna say, hey, he's an athlete? You know, he can take punishment. You know, it's maybe he doesn't have the in-ring to be able to go move for move with a guy like that. But in terms of taking damage, because now what I'm going back to is with the Panama Sunrise, him being able to take a move from somebody, you know, that ability to just say, hey, you know, I'm not giving up or, yeah, you punch me, you hit me, you kick me, whatever, but I'm still here, like, yeah, but like that's that's that to me, there's nothing unbelievable about him saying, okay, I kicked out of this. And again, it's not his finisher. And he's a he's an athlete. He's a big guy. We see that about him. Like he doesn't need to train to be able to take the Panama Sunrise. Yeah, but like he, that's not a okay, training but thing. You're like, okay, like you said, like in, in terms yeah, of the yeah, story, like story. you're saying, the logic, logic of the story. Okay, if, we're going, if we say two days of training, how do you train for the Panama not, Sunrise okay. to take it? Like, there's but no I'm, training I'm saying for that. that the build up to it too. It's just not the you're you're trying to diagnose it to one move, and then how how does one move like it shouldn't be like that wasn't a finish move. I'm not even saying that. I get that. Get it when it's a finishing move. I'm talking about the build up to it. He's in his he's in his first war games match. He's taking all this punishment. Mm-hmm. He got jumped by Undisputed in the War Games match after Undisputed did their, like, the running knee, super kick, like, you know, all in that version, taking him out, and they left Pat McAfee alone. They all jumped him, throw him in the gate, doing their moves, and then, like, he's taking punishment. Goes through a table. Like, don't forget that. Like, he was on top. He was yeah, on top of Adam Cole. Yeah, but it wasn't all but wait. Now, and then now, Adam see, Cole pushes, see, but pushes, in your mind, pushes him I think, off, and then he hits the yeah, face. I'm like, okay, okay, he's taking punishment. <laughs> So and yeah, then, but 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 I'm just <laughs> the way saying, you're, you're, you're putting all these together, it sounds like a 50 hit combo that he got no, hit no, with. No, I'm like, I'm, no, I'm not saying that. I'm <laughs> saying I'm like throughout the match, bro. Okay. It's like you know, it's not like oh, I'm, I'm able to recuperate. I'm back up to like 100 percent now. I can take this move and I can kick out. No, sir, bro, you're probably down to 50 percent now. Like, you just said, hey, like. <laughs> They got super kick, punched, all these combos, got put through a table, smashed his head in, you know, threw him off a building, came back, Panama Sunrise, and Pat McAfee kicked out. Like, that's what it sounded like for a second no, there. I'm so not, I'm, I'm just, the, you're trying to you know, summarize the way that it like you that. were. No, they were <laughs> telling that but story. I'm saying, I was like, like, he took a beating throughout that War Games match. That's what I'm saying. He took a beating. It's not like you're trying to say, oh, he was protected, came yeah. out there a little bit unscathed. No, sir. 
He got it. Yeah, he no, got his he ass was. whooped. Yes, he, he got was. his ass whooped he in there, bro. No, no, no. Not like the rest oh, of them. Oh, no, he not like the rest the of them. But he still got his ass whooped. Still with the table. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, ta- like he, he back of the head me, hit the table. He went through more with Adam Cole. Rise. He went through more. Mm, he he took. I think he took more punishment from Adam Cole in their one on one matchup than he did in this matchup. Mm. I really do because I in this one, I'm, I can't ask disagree. myself, where's Pat McAfee right now? Like, where is he at? He disappeared for for whole segments of that matchup. He disappeared. He was gone. God, it was kind of like man. at one point it was three on four. Do you remember the point in the matchup where they all stood up and they had that classic oh, like, yeah, war yeah, games? Like, yeah. all right, we're all injured. We're battle worn. And it was the four of them from Undisputed and the th- and three guys. Pat McAfee was not there. Three guys. I think he from just went the, through a table, McAfee. right? But he, but I'm saying, like, he wasn't a part of everything he was doing. They had him on the side, or there was times in the beginning when it was four on three, and it was before Adam Cole came out. Pat McAfee was kind of like, all right, you know, you guys do this, and then set him up for me. Boom, I'm going to go put Roddy through the table through, with this moonsault. And then it, it wasn't like he was going through the same punishment as the rest of them. But even with that, even with that, let me just go along with what you're saying for a second, okay? And say that, oh, he had gone through the same punishment and, you know, got put through a table and got all that. Did I say the he went through is, the same punishment the man got as, hit. As, his, as his teammates? I'm not saying that. I'm saying he still went through punishment. Say, let's, let's even say, but just for the sake of argument, just to even okay. go there, let's even envision that he took the same punishment as all those other guys, right? So if Oni Lorkin takes the Panama Sunrise and kicks out. What are you saying? Orny Logan? Nothing. He's a vet in the game. He's a vet in the game, bro. What does a vet have to do with the punishment that you're taking? Because he's used to that. He's been in the game, bro. We're talking about who's somebody who doesn't wrestle all the time against somebody who wrestles all the time. Who who, who body is callous. But, like, it's not a finisher. He doesn't finish... so, but my point with with the Panama Sunrise is that that's not a finisher, and for him, it's like you're telling that's me same, that a, this oh he should have so, been done. He should have so been finished. So you're with saying that. he's on he the same should, level. It, that's what you're saying. So you're saying Pat McAfee is on the same level as Orny Lorcan. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying when it comes to taking punishment, if I punch somebody in the face. You know, if I'm punching you in the face, like that's punishment, mm-hmm. right? And so, but if it's not from a wrestling context, we have finishers. If you're not hitting, okay, 2K, the video game, right? If you use your signature move versus your finisher, there's different levels of, of punishment that that move is going to yeah. deliver. And if 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 it's a 0% finish rate from Adam Cole with Panama Sunrise, as cool as the move is, and it could be a finisher, it could be a finisher because of the way it looks, right? But they don't use it that way. Logically, if we're going to use logic, they haven't booked it to where Adam Cole beats people with the Panama Sunrise on the regular. So for him to hit that move and someone to kick out, it's not shocking to me. I would just be like, you know what? He hits this move. It looks cool. People kick out. Literally everybody that he's fought, when he hits that move on them, they kick out unless we're going to go to, I mean, you know, be it before NXT and, and you know, maybe a dark match here or there, but like, or against some, you know, up and comer or whatever, maybe they just want to keep the match short. But on the main match that he's had he on NXT. did a Panama, Sun, Panama Sunrise and finish him. But the fact, <laughs> but the fact, but here's the funny thing about that. The fact that you have to look it up already proves my point. Like if you have to go search for it, then it proves that this isn't a finisher for him. It's just not. Whereas in this case, it's like 
so so what, so what would be the difference with Cesaro not... when you've seen him do an uppercut? That's not a finisher, but you've seen him pin people. Like he suddenly did it, but he pinned a couple of wrestlers. But then that would be a It's not a finisher finish. though, but he still you know, that would be a part of it's one of his it's part of his moveset. One of his finishers? It's part, it's, it's part of his <laughs> one of his finishers. It's part of his moveset. Like you've seen him do an uppercut, yeah, but and you've it, seen people, a lot of people kick out of it. Like, but it's been Yeah, but that's something that you can point to because for me, with him, with Cesaro, that's something he has used to finish matches. Like we've seen that. But we haven't seen that with Adam Cole. We've seen him use that move and it be devastating, but then the match continues. And it's like, holy shit, oh my God. And we're all in that boat. Like, it's so cool to see that move. We know it's devastating because we're imagining, oh my God, it's like a pile driver and he flipped upside down. Like, it's crazy to look at. But the truth of it is, if we really look at it, I can't off the top of my head say, hey, Adam Cole has finished some guy with this move. And again, you could look it up and I'm sure... Pre-NXT, it's probably happened. You know, the Canadian Destroyer, that move that it was, was a finisher for the, the people that have used that before. I get it. But for Adam Cole, it hadn't been... Look, we just talked about with, with New Day, how without Big E, you know, when they hit the big ending, it didn't work. Because for them... It's a different moveset. When I- it, with, with Big E, you know, with Big E there, with the big ending, the whole thing was, hey, you know, without Big E, it doesn't have as much impact. So for them, it's not really a finisher anymore unless you have Big E there. So with the Canadian Destroyer as a finisher, for some people, yeah, they use it as a finisher. For Adam Cole, he doesn't really. It's a signature move. You know, it's a move he does, and it's I like, don't know, man. could it finish a matchup? It looks like it should be able to finish if, a matchup. If, if I never seen him, other wrestlers, it doesn't always. It, it mostly doesn't. Like if we can use like, hell, we can use Lana for example. How certain wrestlers mm-hmm. or Shayna, I think Shayna used like a gut wrench to pin her one time. It was not a finisher; it's just a gut wrench. Yeah, and she and she pinned her like because she's not the most experienced wrestler. And that's my point when it comes to I, I, Pat McAfee. Your, like your he doesn't point, have look, look, like you can say athletic we're not, we're not ability, arguing but okay but i'm talking about experience too like he's like this is first war I'm, games and he's taking all this punishment and it led up to him kicking out uh out of a panama sunrise which it didn't okay it's not a finisher but still it didn't make sense to me i mean you know we're just gonna have to agree to disagree <laughs> you know on on that aspect of this conversation because for me i didn't have a problem with it and it's like Adam Cole, I wouldn't say like, oh, you know, I don't know. It it, it kind of felt like, you know, for you, we're, we're almost getting back to that whole point of you like not having, like giving up on Adam Cole a little bit because he had the stupid look on his face and all that. And I'm just like, you know, it's, 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 it's fun. Like, I don't have a problem with what happened here because he hit him with the Panama Sunrise. We've seen people kick out of it before. Pat McAfee kicked out. I seen like, him kicked out, but right, I said cool. too, and it was an exciting. I was moment even in the more match. upset because I I see what they was leading to because he didn't take the pin losing losing the match. It was O'Neal Lorcan, right? O'Neal Lorcan took the pin. So mm-hmm. if he's not taking yeah. the pin, you know, for taking for the loss of War Games, and he's kicking out of Panama Sunrise, all oh, that led up to me. I'm like, yep, they're setting up a Pat McAfee Adam Cole match. It's going to be a singles match, and most likely Pat McAfee would get the dub. Because they're showing, like, he took him to, like, took him to, to like, what, 15, 20 minutes the first match, first War Games match. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't see it that way. You're kicking out of Canadian Destroyers. Okay, now, now third match, 
You're gonna be Adam Cole, man. That's what, that's what they're setting up to. Probably with some help, but he's gonna you know be what Adam would be Cole. be interesting to see. I, oh man, I wish I wish I knew this for sure. I'm I'm curious because I'm pretty sure Adam Cole. Okay, wait. So I I just I don't know, man. It wasn't the last shot. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, if it would have been the last shot, he kicks out of that. And even we've seen that before, where people have kicked out of the last shot, even though that is his finisher. Like. I think it's fine, man. Like, it's just, it's just, it didn't, it, it felt like this was an exciting matchup and Pat McAfee did the best he could to try to make it like an exciting matchup as well. And he went off the top of the cage, which for me was like, wow, like Pat McAfee is really going out here trying to entertain and give up his body. You know, and anytime somebody does a top of the cage type move, I got a lot of respect for that. I got a lot of respect for that. So I, I'm cool with it, man. I just, I just feel yeah. like, you know, this matchup here, you know, I, I hear you uh, being upset, and I anticipated you being upset, and that's why I was like, like I can't hey, wait you, to hear what you got to say. The way you break this down makes me wonder, not even wonder, it, it actually makes sense to me. All right, when we first had this debate about John Argano, he took like four finishers and still kicked out. But yet, here you are. <laughs> You know, saying you like no, it, it made a it made a great story. It was perfect. It didn't make understood. It look weak. It, to me, it did. You know, at that moment, it did because you took finishers, not moves. You took finishers. All right, here we are talking about somebody who's inexperienced, but yeah, but but he's a athletic, you know, af- af- athletic person in the ring. I give you that, but within the context of yeah. the story, you you have. Exp- inexperienced first time war games we took some punishment we took a canadian destroyer or the panama sunrise and you still kicked out but yet you're willing to accept that okay yeah yeah okay that's yeah, cool. man i mean you make it see no, honestly i feel like in your mind pat mcafee is like michael cole you know and like he no should just man not you know be able no, to take dude, anything it's not it's like, not even it just, that the wind blows and he should just be it's not even that man it's if he was booked properly, if 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 Adam Cole, if he said, "All right, I'm gonna make you my bitch," and if we would have got that, like how Seth Rollins did to Dominic, and uh, which pay per view that was, but it was a pay per view where he had Dominic, and then Rey Mysterio was at his side, and he basically destroyed him because you saw the you saw the degrees yeah. of of the inexperience between him and Seth Rollins, and that's all I wanted between him, mm-hmm. between Pat McAfee. And Adam Cole to see the level of separation between uh, of mm-hmm. skill sets. I didn't see that. I didn't even see that in War Games too. It's like he's up there already with with like like you said, Orny Lorkin. <sighs> yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, look again. Agree to disagree. It's all good. Um, you know, for me, I, I I had fun with the matchup. I enjoyed it. You know, like that whole spot. I anticipated this happening. Oh, I really did. I God. saw like all of this coming because I knew I knew it. I had seen something you would put out there, like you know, after that that move oh, hit, hell yeah. and you were just like, "What the hell fuck?" Yeah. Like I, I saw yeah, it. Yeah. I, I used saw the that. red man. So clip I knew of, that this was coming, but of, uh, how high? <laughs> and then I think when he just says "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you," and that's basically how I felt when I saw it. I'm like, "Hell no, man!" Just, uh, I just, I just yeah. don't like. It. I don't like the booking of. Pat McAfee and him between Adam Cole just doesn't make sense to me. It got to be levels to this shit. That's how I feel. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I I hear you. I hear you, man. I just, you know, it, it's 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 not even that, you know, for me, Pat Mac like we agreed on Pat McAfee and Adam Cole and that matchup and how it is, you know, like we we agreed on how Adam Cole should have done a lot more. You know, in this matchup, I felt like, all right, we got past that one. Now here we are. Let's see what he does. And to me, it was like, all right, you know, it was it was it was cool. You know, I still think the women's war games matchup was better. Yeah. Um, you know, Pat McAfee going off the top rope, or not top rope, off the cage. I was like, shit, all right, man, this guy, you know, he's trying. He takes the Panama Sunrise, he kicks out. You know, I'm like, it's fine. We've seen this before. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't, I, I felt like it, there wasn't like all oh, the audacity of this guy to kick out of the Panama Sunrise. You know, like, I mean, gee, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like in that last matchup, I think Adam Cole actually beat him with the Panama Sunrise, now that I think Did about he? it. I thought it was the. I, I think I, he did. I don't. The last shot. I think he did hit and the Panama Sunrise. Now that I think about and he it, didn't, he couldn't do it this time. Yeah, in a war games match. That's even worse. That's even worse. I, just as is a, well, is it? <laughs> but is it or is it that he has? He's been no, through it before. No, if that's man, the case, I'm, not I'm trying to remember. That, like even like, oh, he learned from his mistakes and he just got even stronger. Nah. But you just said experience, though, so that's another way to look at this. Okay, if he was a regular-ass match, yeah. The first time he takes it. If it was a regular-ass match. the first time he takes it to lose, like, okay. No, man, but he's going through tables, (laughs) going through the gate, (laughs) getting hit with Roddy with the running knee and all of that, getting slapped with the kendo stick. It's (laughs) Come on, man, let's... Oh man! Just, what just is make, he gonna just say? What is he gonna say? I that's feel all. like that's all I asked is, for, man. I'm not. No, I'm not a hard man. I think, to I think it. If I'm right and that happened, I think it makes a little bit more sense for me now because then it's the experience factor too that he's been through that move once before, and yeah, he's he took it, and now this is the second time. You got so you just gonna new. negate the war <laughs> games match? Oh no, the physicality. No man, he, he's he's good. He's good. It's it doesn't matter. He can still kick out of the- it's it, yeah. We've seen people like I, look for me. It wasn't even like I've already told you. I felt like he disappeared for moments of that matchup. I feel like he wasn't taking the same level of punishment. Even though for for sake of argument, I said you know what, let's go ahead and just you know say that he did take the same amount of punishment. But we agreed he didn't take the same amount of punishment. So they did protect him a little bit, and so I, I don't even really look at that and it's it's like in wrestling you can see this shit coming you know like they just they're gonna try to give us that moment where it's like holy shit he kicked out and the panama sunrise of all moves like that's not usually a finisher and now thinking about it if that is the way that pat mcafee lost that last matchup he went through it before so this is the second time that he takes the move Okay. Uh, that's you how know? you want to look at it now? <laughs> Unacceptable, bro. There's Unacceptable. Nothing. Look, man, it's fun. I think this is your this is your Damian Priest. One day, one day you're going to come around. Oh, that, hey, you know what? It, this is what I will admit. If they were booking a match that would make sense, then hell yeah. I would say I came around. If they want to book a match that makes sense. If I haven't seen it. We're gonna come All right. To they got to make it. They got to make it. Mm. Make it make sense. Has to be logic to it. I'm not saying no logic to it. Oh, you just man. you just seen an athlete. Mm. I'm gotta count mm. in the inexperience that he has in the ring, in war games, first war games match. But just like oh, he's an athlete. 
You know, if LeBron James went in there, he'll come out there and just destroy everybody, huh? I don't know. I feel like (laughs) there's just too much hype into the it's a war games match. Like, it's just not like it's a fight. It's a fight. Yeah, they used they had the table. He went through the table. But he's not a wrestler. I just. But he's been. I'm like, character wise, he's not a wrestler. All right. That's what I'm saying. But 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 we've already had the. Adam Cole, Pat McAfee matchup. And for everything that we thought, and as stupid as we thought it was to say, hey, only two weeks of training, what they're selling us is this guy went toe-to-toe with Adam Cole, the longest reigning champion of all time. So that's the story now. The story is Pat McAfee is this guy that went toe-to-toe with, hey, he's, he's my guy too, but really he's your guy, Adam Cole, the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. He went toe-to-toe with him. So he's not a normal guy. He's not normal if he goes toe-to-toe with Adam Cole. So this same guy comes into war games. Yeah, I can believe that this all happened with the guy that went toe-to-toe with Once they did that, as much as I didn't want to look at it and say, that's what should happen, that's what they did. So that's the story they're telling us. We're, I can't buy that, we're writing. See, well, what's happening here that I think is, we're writing our own kind of story with what we thought should have happened with a guy like Pat McAfee coming off the street. We're thinking, nah, he shouldn't have been able to compete with If Adam I never Cole, saw it, but right? I saw it. Like we're follow- thinking, like, he's a kicker. But I saw it the following night during that pay-per-view he- when they did it with Seth Rollins and, and uh, Rey Mysterio's son, Dominic. Like, you saw the, the inexperience between the two. No, I hear you. I hear you. That, but you're, but I get, so what you're, what, what you're saying, what you're saying is that's the story that they should have given us. Yeah. Right. What I'm telling you is the, that's not the story they gave us, though. The story that they are giving us is that he can hang, unfortunately, and I agree with you. Well, you can buy that. I'm not they're buying saying that he can hang without okay, a coat. They want to force feed us this story. No, no, no. But <laughs> I, I, but I'm, hey, you want to like, hey, but I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you like, now, hey, Adam, he can go. He can, we're not Adam, Pat McAfee. He can, he's up there with, with Adam. Do you want to go with that? Because that's the story they're telling us. No, I, be my guest. I'm not buying that shit. I'm sorry. All I'm all I'm saying is when it comes to him taking, I'm using that as an example for the moves that he's taking and the whole that it seems like the issue that we have right now is with with Adam with uh, Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. With Pat McAfee in this match is that hey, he took a lot of punishment in this matchup and then he takes the Panama Sunrise and he kicked out. And like that doesn't make sense logically in the story. But what I'm challenging with this right now is that, hey, in the story that they're telling us, he went toe-to-toe with Adam Cole already. This isn't the first time we're seeing him in the ring. Yeah. This is the second time we're seeing him in the ring. Yeah. And he went toe-to-toe yeah. with Adam Cole, and it wasn't this fight. Like, if he if we would have gotten the story that we did, that we wanted, and then he goes into war games, oh, yeah, no, I'm 100% with you. Like, if he gets destroyed, like, he gets made Adam Cole's bitch. Goes into war games thinking it's going to be any different. It's not. And he, now he's now he's kicking out. Now he's going off the top. He Where did all this come bitch. from? He didn't Where make him. He didn't make from? him bleed. Once again, Pat he McAfee didn't. had like a more victory because they get put Bobby Fish in the hospital. They pretty much came out there cool. You know, it's it didn't feel like right. You know, undisputed actually won. Felt like an empty. Felt like an empty win when it wasn't impactful. Oh, God. Was it? I'm oh, looking at it right now, man. man. Uh, well, God. I just... Yeah. <laughs> Pat, Pat, like, let's just land on the floor. This is, 
<coughs> just coughing. <coughs> I don't, what the hell? You bro? you just how you not bleeding, man? How the hell? You I just not feel bleeding? like you, you went through the gate and all that shit. You not bleeding? Just, <laughs> make no fucking sense. None of them did. Though. Oh, no, no. Uh, it was bleeding. Orny's bleeding. Coughing up blood. I'm looking at it right now. It was bleeding. If there maybe he got smashed in the face with the, out of his mouth. Remember that's that. That's yeah. how he got pinned because Kyle O'Reilly planted the the chair on his face. Yeah, but that wasn't like a like it's not bla- it's not like blading oh, no, or no, anything. No, like no. it wasn't it's planned. It just kind of like, like you know, somebody something. was stiff and oh, he man, got yeah. caught. Right, right, right. It wasn't like they planned for. Well, Oni's going to be the only one that comes out of this bleeding. Right. Like he literally is bleeding because somebody fucked up and he got hit a little too hard and he's bleeding. So you know, man, man, <laughs> it's just. I just feel like you're just not ever going to give this, man. Oh, man. Hey, man. Well, hey. I'm not like that. It's like I said, (laughs) stories got to make sense to me. Stories don't make sense, then I can't can't get behind. I can't. I'm sorry. If what they they proposed to me, they they told me, all right, this is a dude that has inexperience. He has two. Yeah. Before he fought Adam Cole the first time, he had two weeks of of wrestling that was it that was the story they told and then somehow i get it what you said he went toe-to-toe so that tells that tells us that tells the wrestling world that he can go toe-to-toe again with adam cole and he did it in a war in his first ever war games match and he took this offensive move to the head and he kicked out okay that's cool i get that's the story that you but i don't have to buy it i'm like nah that's shit i'm good don't sell that shit to me. I'm not buying it. I think though the, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way that I'm hearing hearing you say it. I think you're what the way you describe it is not that you don't buy it. Then it's just that it's just not what it's not the story that you want. You just don't like it. You know, it's more of it because you understand you're you're getting the you get the story that they're yeah. telling you, but you just. It's, it's just like not your cup of tea. It is, is but it's not the it story is. I want. It's, it's just, just doesn't like, make sense. Like you told me, like this is a dude, right? But but like the lot. But I guess what I'm saying is where what I'm mm-hmm. hung up on with with the way you're saying it though is like right there. You actually broke down exactly the 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 logic of it, you know, and why this is all happening and why. Vin, well, not Vince, Triple H and William Regal and the writers for NXT are telling us the story. Like, hey, Adam Cole, like I'm saying, Adam Cole and him, they went toe to toe, you know, like there was near falls. He almost beat Adam Cole a couple times. And then we're coming into war games. And now, you know, he's hitting that move and he's able to kick out because they've already had this matchup before. Like, we're, I feel like we both understand that that's the story that they're telling us. So it's not that we're not following and we're not like their story, even though it's they're following a certain cause and effect, like it make that part to me, the cause and effect and what they're trying to build in the story. They're trying to tell us it makes sense. Like just like the blocks fit together, but in terms of it being something entertaining for you and something that you're going to be like, okay, I'm excited for this. You're not there. That's what so, I'm hearing. So, hold on, hold on. It's, let's, it's, let's take it, Paul. So, you saying when the, the block's in there, that makes sense to you. What, what are you saying? So, since they told the first story of, all right, Adam Cole and Pat McAfee, obviously Pat McAfee can go toe-to-toe with Adam Cole. That's been cemented now. We we told that story. So, now it makes sense. 
to that right on the bulletin right, board right. as they're writing the story they're saying okay cause and effect like so they had a match against each other they went toe-to-toe to them pat mcafee proved himself that okay you know he's more than just a kicker off the street you know mm-hmm. he's a guy that can compete on the nxt level and so going into war games he's not just some you know guy that's been on espn that has this you know talk show or whatever you know he's a guy that went head to head with adam cole and they had a long matchup and he had near falls and yeah man he gave adam cole a scare like that's the story that they're telling so to me it's like it's it's it makes sense i see the story that they're that they're telling that they're crafting together it doesn't make it good. That's what I said. It's you know, shit. like it, it, that, <laughs> I don't have to I, like it. That's what I'm saying. Like so, so for me, the 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 um, matchup that they had, Adam Cole and and uh, Pat McAfee at any uh, takeover thirty, that matchup, I didn't like that. I had a certain anticipation, and I didn't get that, so I wasn't happy. Right. So now, you know, they've been building up this matchup. I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, Pat McAfee at War Games. All right. And what they gave us here was kind of like, all right, Pat McAfee did the spot off the cage. He did the, uh, he went through the table, like jumped backwards, yep. you know, kind of oversold, going through the table, jumped backwards, cool. And then he took the uh, the uh, Panama Sunrise uh, and kicked out. Like those are the, the spots that, that I remember most mm. from him. And for me, I'm just like, all right, you know, like from what we had before to this, it's like, all right, I can I can still be entertained and not have it kill that more games matchup for me because for me, you know, Pete Dunn was my MVP of this 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 matchup. Him and Kyle O'Reilly going at it was awesome. You know, we had a couple other table spots too that I thought were cool. You know, you had Bobby Fish putting um, I think it was Danny Birch through the table that was meant for him. So that was cool. Like there was a lot of cool spots in this matchup to where I'm like, it was a fun match. Yeah. Like Pat McAfee kicked out and of the, the Panama sunrise. Oh my God. Holy shit. Like what? But it's still, it was, it was, it was a fun matchup for me, even though I it wasn't my main event, but it was still a fun matchup for me. I could still enjoy it, you know, and still be like, I'm not a Matt, Pat McAfee fan. You know, I'm not like, Oh man, you know, Pat McAfee is going straight to the sound like, it, though. like I'm not you saying all case. that. I'm just saying like, case. Nah, I'm just nah. saying nah, that sounds like McAfee. your boy. No nah, way. The, we've been the, going the, back and the forth. Case, the case debating. that I'm making, <laughs> the case that I'm making is that the, the fact that he's able to kick out of the Panama sunrise, it's not like it shouldn't have happened. Dad, you know, fuck this match. You know, it's over for me. Like for me, that's where I was. I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, okay. It's like, no, it's it's still entertaining. It's cool. You know, him going off the top. I was like, damn, that was awesome. I actually thought that that was an awesome spot. I'm not going to say because Io Shirai did it that, okay, him doing it is, is less impressive. It's like, it's still going off the top and doing a moonsault and risking life and limb, you know, to do that move. Like, just because she does it. So if Adam Cole goes up and does that, oh, yeah, it doesn't mean anything because, you know, like – I'm not going to do that. It's like, it was it's cool. still crazy. I just would have said, but I seen EO did the same thing. Even if Adam Cole, anybody was up there, because I've seen EO do it before, it's like, you know, I think that's the problem when you have two War Games matches. Maybe you just need to have one. Yeah, uh, but okay. So if, if and I, you know, I want to cap this, you know, pretty soon here, but if if they would have flipped it 
you know, and we would have seen Pat McAfee do that first, and then EO does it second. Does it make EO's any less? No, it impressive? makes it better because she added a trash can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's say she would have just yeah. done a moonsault. It just, I, I, it would have been the same thing. The I would have said this is the same thing from last year. I would have brought that up. I would have kept it real, bro. I'm not gonna say, oh, she did another moonsault. I'm like, bro, she did. It would have been like she did the moonsault, but it was the same thing from last year. And then I just seen Pat McAfee did it, so. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you know what? It's fair. That's fair. But the only thing I'll say is Pat McAfee. We've n- we have not seen him. Like I don't know. For me, we hadn't seen him. This guy, you know, Pat McAfee, go off the top of a cage to do that as this guy that I mean, like we said, this is his second match. Like holy shit, he's willing to take this risk. Like that, it was cool. It was cool to see like he's willing to do that. I'm not even thinking about Io Shirai when he went up there. I'm just thinking like. What the what is Pat McAfee doing up there? Oh my god! Like that was cool, but you know, it's not like I. It's not like, I, it's not I like oh, it. he did a like I know you can do a moonsault. He's pretty good at doing moonsaults. Like yeah, his second match, but within those two matches, he did like I don't know six moonsaults or something like that. So it's I seen him do a moonsault. He did it off top of the cage. Whoopie, cool. Cookie, you want a cookie? <laughs> All right, man. Oh thumbs god. up. Great. Wow. You know. <laughs> Dude, just, I, I, yeah that that i don't get but you know we're just gonna have to go ahead and and table that and, and call it call it what it is um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow you, stay, you stay on your wow. side of the fence yeah, i'm gonna stay on mine all right we good <laughs> hey man you know i thought it was i thought it was a good match i thought it was a good match all it was right. cool to see undisputed air win that's cool um hey i'm gonna leave it at that in terms of just like you know the, the outcome and how I feel about it and that yeah that's it but it that's did it. but it I did so raise a question for me because I I had mentioned earlier in this episode because I think you asked me about undisputed and after this match after undisputed one only I jotted it down one question I wrote did undisputed era hit their peak because mm. it's like I can't see them have a transit move over to the main roster around SmackDown. I don't see them getting split up because their brotherhood, like we, as we were just saying, how is is strong, just like uh, New Day. And like after winning War Games, where did it go from here? Like I, I know where they're gonna probably go from for Adam Cole and Pat McAfee, but what about Undisputed as a whole? You know, now Bobby's gonna be, you know. Uh, I guess he's going to be uh, healing up. He's going to be off, I don't know, maybe a couple of months or so. So right. now you're down to three. So so what do you do right. from there? Like, uh, it gets me thinking. Because it do feel like they're at a peak right now. Like, I don't know if, if Adam Cole makes another title run. It's, it's, dude, it's weird. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, with the Undisputed Era, I don't, I don't think they've, they've, peak necessarily um you know i think that what's next kyle you know is still hunting the the nxt championship you know which you know we saw that on this this uh, last wednesday's yeah. episode so that was kind of interesting to see i didn't expect um what was happening to happen in terms of like you know damian priest and kyle and um pete dunn to come out there and challenge finn balor when he showed up so that was cool um 
But uh, yeah, I just I, I don't feel like they've peaked overall as a group. Um, I do still kind of wonder about like if they they do ever have like uh, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly maybe have some kind of friction, you know, with Kyle's success. And Kyle was the one that got the pin and the win in the in the War Games matchup. Um, you know, and Adam Cole wasn't able to to you know get the finish, get the pin right there. So from a story standpoint, I feel like that's another thing happening here is that they they put a lot of uh, the focus on Kyle. You know, he opened things up, um, and he was him and Pete Dunn, and then at the end it was him and Pete Dunn, and then he got Oni Lorkin, and it was like, hey, you know, like they they're really trying to push him. So that was cool um, as a group. I think. You know, change change of scenery. You know, feels like it, well, what's coming to me more so than like they've they've peaked. I feel like you know we're getting to the point now where you know a move to Raw or SmackDown. I feel like is on the well, horizon. Elevate them. Though. Um, that's that's my worry. Like I, I look at past no, NXT yeah. rosters that got no, called up most recently. Keith Lee. I think. I think that. You know, well, it always depends on like yeah, how they get booked, yeah. right? So, you know, that's hard to say. So, if they get booked like you know all the 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 recent shitty you know call ups, then yeah, it's it's not going to go well for the undisputed era. But this feels like I don't know. It, it, it's hard to say because I want to say like this feels like it's a little bit different because you've got. You know, it, it feels like a little bit of DX, a little bit of like that Shawn Michaels. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like Vince will maybe see this in a, in a different way than he's seen some of the other call-ups. I don't know. But I don't know what I, I'm worried said. about what You Vince, know what I'm saying? So who knows? Him. Like, oh, you're not big enough. Look at all this beef. Right. This beef. Come on. Come on, right. Adam. Right. Get, right. Get more beefy. Right. <laughs> so it, it's – but I but I feel like, you know, just when you talk about they've peaked, like I feel like that potential to go to another level would be – being in the bigger arenas, you know, being on these pay-per-views like, you know, the WrestleManias, you know, like that's, I feel like the next level for Undisputed Era, if Vince allows them yeah. to, to do that, to, to be themselves yes. on that level. Um, and I don't know, I don't, I don't trust that, but I don't, to answer your question, I don't think they peak because that would still be potential there to reach that would be a height that they haven't gone to yet so i think there's still room for them to grow but i do you know we just don't know i think what, i what do call view, ups. i do see them that they peak because right now i can't see going to the main roster as being elevated maybe for certain you know certain members of nxt that can work like you know bianca belair to where they're treating her like a superstar almost like you know the the next face of the women's division but then you have other other ones like yeah. the way they did for Tucker and Otis, Chad Gable, uh, you know, just just recently, like we said, Keith Lee, uh, most of Retribution minus, you know, Mustafa. It's it's like all these call ups, and you see what they're doing, like because Vince McMahon sees something else. No, he, he doesn't have the same vision as NXT. So when I think about undisputed. It's like, man, if if Adam Cole contract, you know, getting ready to end, I wouldn't mind seeing him in AEW, man, because I'm I'm worried about him and being on Raw or SmackDown because of his stature. Because 
Yeah. To, his smaller yeah. stature seems like they don't really care about the, the smaller guys. You look at Drew, he's imposing, look like a superstar. And then yeah. you put that side by side yeah. against Adam Cole, it's like Adam Cole's going to get lost, bro. You know, to the casual fan, like, why should I care about him yeah. against, you know, against uh, like Drew Epp and McIntyre or like a Roman Reigns? You go, like, bro, they're on a whole nother plateau right now. And I think maybe he needs to go a different route to get that plateau, but I think it's a it's a different promotion that he can reach there. Hmm. Yeah, man, it, it's it all depends yeah. on how they book how they book them. You know, like it, it, the potential is there to me in WWE always. You know, but then the WWE doesn't fail to you know to depress us with with how they book these guys. So. Um, I don't know, man. It's one of those things. And I don't disagree about that being a thing in AEW. You know, if, if Adam Cole were to go there, I feel like, yeah, that would he would totally be the best version of himself in AEW. Like, they would let that happen. They would let him be him, and that would be cool. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But to that question that you were asking, you know, in terms of they peaked, you know, I'm just answering that based off of, like, I think that there are more things for them to do as mm-hmm. a group. You Within know, NXT, if allowed to do that, I, I, well, okay, so that that's a that's a good good way to to do that. I feel like in NXT, probably mm-hmm. they have. You know, I feel like they've done everything they could do in NXT. I don't see that's where else you go with them short NXT, of yeah. Kyle yeah. within NXT. Yeah, it's just in general as a yeah. group is how you know without the NXT limiter on it. You know, that's mm-hmm. how I was thinking with that question at first, but yeah. If we are just talking about NXT on its own, um, yeah, man, like they've done everything they they could do. Like they had all the gold once already. You know, they've gone through every War Games match that has ever been in NXT. Um, I mean, what else is there for this group to do for individually? You know, Kyle being champion, that's a new height that he could reach. Um, You know, Roddy potentially going for that at some point, that'd be a new height he could reach. Um, so individually, I think that there's still some things that they could do okay. in NXT. But like, you know, as a group, I feel like Undisputed's done everything that there is to do as a faction. They've all held the gold at the same time already. That prophecy happened. So that's it. You know, <laughs> close the book. Story's <laughs> over. You know, from there. So that's why I feel like they would need a change yeah. of scenery yeah. to then try to reach a new, you know, create a new a new goal. You know, be a collector like Kenny Omega and go and try and get some more gold outside of NXT. That would be the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, I hear you, but that, you know, that's that's when I say if they're thinking about transitioning to the main roster like SmackDown and Raw, that's when the limiter would come in place. Like, no, this is how we think about you guys right here, just in this box. Stay within this right. box, and we got no problems. Yeah. You know, yeah. If we were making predictions on that, I would say, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. That I, I would fear the worst that they're going to see, you know, all these guys and say, oh, they're all small. And, you know, like what Adam Cole would be the one that has the yeah. best chance because he reminds everyone so much of Shawn Michaels. And I would. OK, I would say this. I think Undisputed as a as a group probably last a couple months in on on the main roster. Yeah. Main roster and then. uh Adam Cole ends up splitting up and going his own route, you know, and then they start pushing Adam Cole on his own and the rest of lost. them kind of yeah. get lost 
in the in whatever like you know 205 and you know main event you know hurt my heart bro stop no joke you say no joke like oh no that's that's i don't want that (laughs) i can see it though you know unfortunately like i can see vince just the way like looking at the track record right like Bobby Fish would be screwed. He's, like he's he done. would be totally he's, screwed. Like yeah. he's the first one that's going. He's done. He's done. He might just get future endeavored. That 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 would be it. Uh, <laughs> Kyle and Roddy, like they'll be like, can you make the two hundred five limit? Because if can you, you know, we'll put you on two hundred five live. Like that would it's be just a FaceTime like that. Yeah, or be the king of two hundred five. Yeah, and <laughs> king of two hundred five. Your own main yeah. event. You know. Oh my god, it would suck. It would suck. Um, you know, and Adam Cole, yeah, he'll be on SmackDown. You know, he'll fight for the Intercontinental Championship, and then uh, we'll see. We'll see how how far Triple H's pull will will go. You know, so you know because that's his guy. That, that is, that is, that is Triple H's. It guy. don't matter what comes like, to head. That's the one guy we thought. I know, we thought I know, Keith Lee was I know. The that reality guy. keeps. So nah, I know. <laughs> well, not like not like Adam. Oh, yeah, no. not like Adam. I think I think Triple H sees Shawn Michaels and Adam. I think Keith Lee, they just were like, he's special because he's this big guy that can do things other big mm. guys can't do. And, mm. you know, I don't know. Vince is just like, he has a different opinion of what a big guy should do than what Triple H mm-hmm. does. And oh, yeah. Showing. Most definitely. So, most yeah. definitely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. So, um, you yeah, ready to move man, we kind of just did kind of detour to a debate <laughs> for the last 45 minutes or so. Oh, man. Sorry about that. We might have to do this in, in we might have to do this in parts, actually, too, man, yeah. looking at it. Like, how, we we, how are we doing hours. on? We were over two. A, listeners, you're getting a, a full disclosure, <laughs> right, on how this all is. So so okay. How, how about this? Because I want to make sure that the listeners can hear the full uh, recording. How about we do this? How about we we have this in, oh. in parts that we do a uh, part one and part go. two. So this part is part one. one, and then we continue it off, break off, <laughs> start over again, part two to do the rest of it. Because Pat McAfee he took did. over the entire he beginning. Did. Oh my of god, this. man! <laughs> so yeah, man. So let's 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 go ahead and do that. So this isn't this isn't nah. done done. This was part one. Uh, we just start. Yeah, to to be to be continue. We're gonna we're gonna have part two uh, for you guys, so you can hear the full um, you know recap of NXT Takeover War Games. But that's gonna do it for part one. So we're gonna chop that right there. And yeah, man. I mean, Devin, do you want to tell people they can hear? So should we just continue on Let's do and go part, part two? Because this is a continuation. You know, okay. I'm not gonna right, right. I'm not gonna treat it as right. a separate Let's do episode. part two. Continuation. <laughs> See you on the other side, folks. Part two, everybody. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 